don't let's not overreact but let's take it seriously yeah like they told me to wear a mask i wore a mask yeah we talked <laughs> like, about it yeah the I, I don't get it man i don't get it with the anti-maskers like the least you can do is just put on a goddamn mask i right? i i don't get it because like people are talking about rights people are talking about like all these things that like you know i studied criminology so like i'm not saying <laughs> I, I did a lot of legal stuff but like i i know legality and like you know the law and stuff so that kind of stuff i'm just like you, you know we're not asking you to you know strip away your liberties yeah. we're just asking you to put a mask on if you want to enter our premise yeah right if you don't want to then we can ask you to not be in your premise or in our presence yeah so have you ever encountered any karens even when you were working on good life oh so many <laughs> i mean like it's the same it's the same as probably what you have to deal with right you like, know what uh let's compare let's compare stories how many karens do you think you've dealt with a lot of them yeah so i mean each, i've dealt with some but literally i can count much. on like on one hand maybe two maybe three i mean each each location has its you know demographics right like yeah. hillcrest is very you know the regulars it's been open i don't even know how long it's at least oh, forever man at least 20 25 years at this point i'm trying to think of when byway was there and that was like I know there was a movie theater or a bowling ago. alley down there. Like it used to be like a department store. I heard store. so many things yeah. about that. So, um, yeah. So I would say Hillcrest was like a very chill. You know, the regulars are there. You get some newcomers, but they tend to be high school kids mm -hmm. that, you know, like you kind of just ignore because they're like any other high school kids. They think they're all that eagle lifting, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, then I went to Thornhill and that's a whole different beast. Yeah. The one up the street, right? Yeah. Right down the street. So, I mean, there's a lot of lot of testosterone going yes. over there um you know i think <laughs> if you ever worked out there you would you would definitely know luckily i wasn't the manager there's a lot of testosterone uh i bet you that uh hazardous products bin was used like quite often and quite frequently oh yeah at the gym. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. like you know like we don't we don't we don't promote steroid use <laughs> but like uh, let's just say there was a lot of that yeah yeah um, for sure probably filled with razors you know mm, yeah yeah just a lot of a lot of razors <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking something else what what okay so pardon my immaturity in this what are the razors what's what's up with the razors i don't know like that's isn't that what you're supposed to dispose those as well guy i thought they were actually just using like syringes and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. but like oh, you're okay. also supposed to d dispose razors of course like at the like in the women's change room it's a lot of just like oh, gosh. razors stuff <laughs> I, I mean i mean i i wouldn't feel comfortable you know shaving <laughs> any part of my body in in like a gym shower for, oh man for myself and like other people's but like you say gym shower yeah i'll give you a story about a guy at hillcrest and he's no longer there thank god but uh, I used to sit in the sauna and just kind of like, obviously, like anyone else, just kind of chill out. Um, I, I was peaceful, kept to myself. I kept my shorts on, so at least like I wasn't like asked mm -hmm. to like the bench. Uh, but one dude, like full naked. He has full, to be older. Full, everything all out. And he would also shave in there as well, too. Oh, shave. Yeah. I mean, like I've heard <laughs> stories, like I wasn't there, like I wasn't working at that, at that club. Like, I don't even know if it was a good life. It's one of my buddies. Um, he's like, oh yeah, there's a guy that cuts his nails every day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the nail. Are you talking about Hillcrest? I don't even know. I can tell you exactly who it is. I'm going to tell you off camera, but I'll tell you yeah? exactly who it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's most uncomfortable is when he's done clipping his toenails, after he's done his shower, after he's done his workout, he'll sit and eat a banana on the benches. That's the normal thing to do in a male change room. But dude, I just wanted to think about. I just wanted to think about the perspective. You're there. You're, let's say this is one uh, station of the of the fitting room. Like this is a front mirror. Yeah. So imagine you changing. Imagine you getting ready for work. 
you know, undressing, taking your clothing off, and there's an old man just munching on his banana. I, How does that make you feel? I'm like, I'm so, I don't know, maybe it's because I've been working at a gym for so long. <laughs> and like, obviously with sports Don't tell me all, you're used to it. I'm, I'm like, I, it's so, it's like kind of white noise, but oh, like vision wise. I, I, I don't notice anything anymore. That's awful. That's Especially awful. working like Hillcrest, again, Hillcrest, older demographic, you get the regulars. That's true. That's just true. Like, you know, they don't care. Like this that stereotype of like old men putting the towels around their, around their shoulder, over their shoulder instead of around their waist. hundred <laughs> yeah, percent yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I made friends with like at, at Birchmount when I was the sales manager there, I made friends with older gentlemen there and then they would also talk to me like that. Of so course. again, like I guess like white noise now yeah, at that's this true. point, that's I just true. learned not to look down. <laughs> in any situation eye to eye contact it's it helps true. it helps it's, it's not true. only for the ladies it's for the men as well yeah you know eyes above the shoulders yeah Just yeah yeah eye to eye contact makes sense that great makes sense. listener <laughs> that makes sense um you know what i never encountered okay i'm not looking down uh, that's not my style obviously mm-hmm. but when it comes to guys i should have encountered i should have like implemented that rule long long time ago because just sometimes, you know, you're walking around in the men's fitting room and, you know, your head creeps down. You just got to keep your eyes above. Yeah. Eyes above the shoulders. Start staring at that <laughs> roof, man. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, have you, I'm not going to judge if you haven't, but uh, how many episodes have you uh, kind of encountered? You listened to a couple already so far? Yeah. So I heard obviously Ray's. Cool. And then I don't remember, I, re- I heard one a couple weeks ago, but I re-listened to Ray's, I think this week. Okay. Um, so you got a sense as to where I'm going to go with this, I guess, right? Yeah, of course. I cool. mean, obviously, each person's different, so but yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I cool. mean, I'm a big... I, I love podcasts. I love it when driving. I'm, I don't know. Do you listen to podcasts or music oh, when, you course, work, when you work out? Oh, okay. When I work out, it's music only. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a either. Okay. Again, because I'm not, I'm not like that much audible as okay. an audible learner or, and all that stuff. So like, I don't... I could listen to an audio book and workout okay like it okay. doesn't that that doesn't necessarily motivate me to push myself harder yeah yeah we uh i think we have different training philosophies mm-hmm. and i think that it kind of incorporates even in the music as well too yeah of course so for me i'm always thinking about tempo yeah so i always think of music to give me the tempo yeah but for you uh um, for me it's just a lot more focus like mm-hmm. if i can like zone in so sometimes i like zone out I zone out quite a bit. Is what I realized over quarantine, like whether. Well, I'm, I mean, we're at home. You're yeah. working out at home. It's too comfortable to yeah, yeah. like stay super focused. Right. right. Even but even when I'm you know at, at the gym working out, like sometimes I'll listen to a podcast so I can like kind of zone in, zone out. Yeah. It's just about like really, really focusing what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, focusing on my breath is that big thing when I'm working out. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really it, and really making sure I activate the right muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I, the one time I really need music is when I'm going for that, that PR, you know, like really doing that high push. Like if I'm yeah. trying to hit that four plate squat or that three plate bench press, I really, really just need, need a little to, extra, that little little extra, extra boost. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I don't know, I, as a manager, you know, you don't have that much time. So I feel like I need to get any type of entertainment in yeah, as, as, as whatever time I can. That's and true. like for my, myself for workouts now, it's become more like a me time rather than necessarily, you know, trying to look the best or perform the best. I mean, yeah. I still want to perform high. Of course. Um, and I still want to obviously aesthetically look, 
young and fit, but yeah. you know, it's no longer my prime goals. Yeah. I think you I think you nailed it on the spot, man. Like as you get older, you have different priorities. Yeah. Um time becomes a little more of an issue. So you just try to crunch in a little bit more, but you also try to like focus more on the practical things that are like applicable for what you want. Yeah, of course. So I think if you're, you know, all over the place and you're thinking about like a bulk, if you're thinking about, you know, a meal prep, if you're like into all of those, you know, separate segments of health and fitness, mm -hmm. it's definitely much more time consuming, man. Like I used to track everything. I used to track food. I used to track like water. Like at some point I finally realized all of that is not important. Yeah. It comes down to like me. Yeah, Focusing yeah. on you, right? Like, I, I just, I feel so crappy not working out. Even right now at home with, you know, no, no motivation or a lack of motivation, I would say, like, I still have to do that workout. Yeah. Whether it be like half an hour cardio and that one hour waits like seven hours later, you know, that's what I've been kind of doing. I wake yeah. up right away, do some cardio because that's the one thing that <laughs> I really don't like doing. Um, but then, you know, later on in the day, I'll, I'll do some weights, do some squats, okay. you know, whatever, 30 pound curls or something. So, you know, obviously not the same workouts as the gym, no compound workouts, except for like, you know, body weight squats, but isolation, something is better than nothing. Get that serotonin in. Yeah, I agree. Um, so before we get into workouts, cause I definitely want to get into workouts yeah. with you specifically. Uh, but first things first. Uh, for my listeners, uh, give me a rundown who you are, introduce yourself, uh, tell listeners, you know, some of the things that you do and uh, just tell them about yourself. Yeah. So, you know, my name's Cam Liu. Um, Cam with a K, right? Cam with a K. <laughs> it's on Instagram. At, it's Cam with a K. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of things, um, you know, baseball has been something that I grew up with. I know we have that in common. Yep. Um, you know, sports has always been something that has been a passion of mine. Uh, started working at Good Life six years ago as a front desk at Hillcrest and then kind of moved my way up at four different locations. So I'm general manager now at Stouffville. So if any of the listeners are at Stouffville, come say hi. We're on the east side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, northeast side. <laughs> I don't even think we can qualify ourselves as east side. Yeah, that's still east side, man. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. I, you know, I love, you know, as... As I've gotten older, I've realized I have other passions aside from sports. So video games has been a big one. And, you know, that's something that I've really dove in in the last, what are we now, in January? I don't even know what date we are. Honestly, I don't know what date it is. <laughs> so I, like, I told you that too. Last nine months or so since, since um, you know. Probably first closure. Yeah, the first closure. I kind of yeah. dove back into video games and really just kind of helped me with. I wouldn't say mental health, but like my insanity. Yes. Yeah. You know, just like keeping me Keeping sane. yourself occupied. Yeah, 100%. You know, like every time people say like, oh, what are you going to be doing during this closure? I'm like, honestly, just like whatever I need to. <laughs> you know, if I want to read the self-help book, I'll, I'll read a self-help or self-development book. Yeah. If I want to play video games, I'll play video games. If I want to just do a five-hour workout, I'll do that. Yeah. It's just like whatever I can to keep my sanity really at this we, point. Cause yeah, cause we talked about this uh, on an earlier phone call. Yeah. Only child, right? So it's Only not child. like you have a younger brother, a younger sister, yeah, older I'm the brother. Prince of the family. Yeah. <laughs> Some ways that's good, man. Some ways that's good, but I think uh, the lockdown might have drove you crazy because you know there's not a heck of a whole lot to do, right? As summer was fine. So like summer good, the yeah. summer was good. It was like you know I, I felt like I was back in high school, sleeping late, waking up late, you know, going <laughs> kind of enjoying the summer outdoor life. Yeah, getting some sun, getting that vitamin D. You know, picked up golf this year. It was always in the plan. 
Um, I know you love golf. I was you know, listening to the one with Raymond. You were trying to encourage him. Was I? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, picked up golf this year. So it was always in the plan. I'm not just one of those people that jumped on because of COVID. No judgment, man. Don't worry. No judgment. Um, I know. it's It was so hard to get any any tea times this year i don't know how for like avid avid golfers that have been doing it for many years you guys must all hate us you know what newbies i think we all had the luxury of really enjoying the last few years Mm -hmm. because golf has actually been taking a big spiral down yeah prior to COVID, it was almost dead like golf courses are actually selling their land because it's obviously more valuable to just have you know real estate or properties there so um yeah we had the luxury of having all the tea times that we wanted like that beautiful luxury of just walking onto a course anytime you wanted to. Yeah, free replays, year, no problem. Yeah, free replays. Don't get me started, man. Do you have a? Do you know what under par is? Yeah. So me and my me <laughs> yeah, my friend, nice. um, we just bought I think like four green tickets. Nice. So we dropped I think like close to five hundred dollars for uh, for Royal Stouffville. Royal Stouffville. What was the deal at Royal? Is it uh, basically it ninety five uh, plus for- replay? 95 for two plus carts and then if you do it before july 1st i think you can do the replay with carts as well nice so like nice. that was good we played in the like the nine hole one for, like a month after i separated or dislocated my shoulder yeah i was like you know what i need to i need to get some some swings in um you know against my doctor's will <laughs> but um the Hold nine- on, so you're lefty though aren't you yeah I'm well you right separated your right shoulder yeah oh, okay yeah that would suck it's, I can I can see you maybe getting away with it if it was your left shoulder, yeah, and you were lefty because it's kind of like your trail arm, yeah. So you're you're not fully you're not fully engaging, but mm-hmm. because it's your front shoulder, you're be screwed. So it was it was fine after I think it was it was a little bit more than a month. I would say almost two months. It was like at the very end of the season, where like the leaves are all on the course, and yeah. like if you hit it into the leaves, it's gone. Yeah. So I think I lost about two or three, which I thought were really good hits. I just lost it in the leaves. It sucks. You know what? Uh, we went to go play. Where is this place? We went to go play somewhere in Stouffville, and I uh, went with my buddy, and there were just a whole bunch of dicks in front of us. Mm-hmm. So we're not ones to complain. We're not ones to hit balls at them. We didn't hit balls at them anyways, but there were just dicks in front of us. So pace of play was okay. I wasn't complaining about that. But what they did was they dropped marshmallows on the fucking course. Why? So the goal of them was to drop large white marshmallows so that when you think you hit a ball into the left or to the right. You would think it's your ball, but it's not. It's a marshmallow. Oh my god, I would lose my mind. That's like, <laughs> like that's unnecessary. It's totally unnecessary. But that's what people were doing, man. That's what people were doing. I guess time. like the, yeah, that's that new. You know, the people that don't really care. They're, they're just there to drink. Shit. They're just here to hang out with their buddy. Like no, yeah. luckily me and my buddy are. You know, he's a hockey player. Obviously, I played. I played baseball growing up. So like. You know, we're in it for the competition. Yeah. You know, no matter for the sport. Yeah, we're we're bad. We're still betting money. We're still celebrating (laughs) when they miss a putt. You know, three putts. We're big sellies when the other person three putts. So, you know, how competitive do you guys get? Let's just say um, I've almost seen him throw his was it four hundred dollar driver. He got the epic epic flash the Callaway. So I almost saw him throw that into water. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, I'm you know I've. I've always been someone that takes care of their stuff so I don't break things. But, like, sometimes I've thought about snapping, you know, my Uh, driver over my knee. That's golf, man. (laughs) Golf will always fuck with your brain. It's probably the best game, like, out there because Mm -hmm. just the one moment that you think you've mastered it, it'll just fuck you up completely. (laughs) I know. I know. We went twice in one week and I had one of my better games one week. And I'm like, okay, that's I'm building up. I'm, I'm getting better. And then the next day, I don't think I've hooked... 
and slice the ball more. I think I hit one into Bayview because we were playing in Bloomington. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I sliced it, Dad. Like not even just a little oh, bit on. You can you can barely hit onto Bloomington Road. Six, sixteenth, I think. No, seventeen. Oh 17th. yeah, yeah. Seventeen. Because yeah, because yeah. you're right up Bayview. Yeah, so Bayview I'm lefty. Uh, it's Bayview. It's Bayview. Yeah. So I'm I'm a lefty. So you know my that hit goes right That's into true. Bayview. You know you gotta hit it hard left in order to get it onto Bayview though, because there is that little bit of a ditch, and you yep. still have to get it there. Oh, I hit like I my my friend quote said, "I'm surprised we didn't hear scream and a honk," because <laughs> nice. that's how bad that hit was. Nice. Um, yeah, so... Bloomington's not a bad round, man. I don't mind Bloomington once in a while. We played that quite a bit. It's really open. Um, it's fair price. Yeah. I mean, for it's me, not, for me and my buddy, it's just like, you know, it's open. We're not losing a lot of balls. Uh, he has a losing ball problem. He, his <laughs> drive is not that good, but like at least I've learned how to semi-hit mine straight. I can hit mine with a mini draw now. So, nice. so we're there. We're at that point. Um, but yeah, Bloomington was fun. We did a lot of rolling hills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's then, exactly... Actually, that's the place where they drop marshmallows on us. Yeah, so a lot of newbies have been going there. Yeah. Did you play the, like, the classic, the eight, like, the... It was the Bethesda. Part three? It was oh, Bethesda. No, really? And they were dropping marshmallows oh, there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. That's actually yeah. one where I had one of my better uh, better rounds. Can't remember my score, but I remember, like, everything was going straight. You know, my chips were going where I wanted to. My putts were not horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my standard. A Bethesda or a classic? Bethesda. Bethesda, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, uh, nice. Classic, we used to do... My buddy works for CIBC, so, you know, he's done at five. So we would sneak in 18. Hit Twilight quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really quick nice. until, you know... Yeah, we would get 18 almost every, every You'd time. You'd probably finish right. 18 after five o'clock. No yeah, we're, we're pretty quick. We're yeah. pretty quick about that. I think he left work a bit early so he could sneak in, so... Yeah. I have a buddy that loves, fucking loves Twilight times. I just can't do it because I don't like the rush. I don't like the rush of, like, trying to beat... The I love light. the adrenaline. Oh, I can't love do that. Love the adrenaline. I can't do that because you're just moving too quick. Love the adrenaline. Uh, but then again, I think I think we're two different guys. Like I'm a cool cat that likes to like take my time with certain things. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm gonna play golf, I'm gonna I'm gonna play golf. Yeah. Like there's no rush. But my other guy is just like, let's go, man. Like great deal. I'm like, yeah. I understand. It's all it's a great about deal. the deals. <laughs> it's all about the deals. I know it's all about the deals, but man, I just can't do it. I don't like the speed. I don't like the rush. But to each your own. To each your own, man. Yeah. I mean. I, I get that. I'm I'm normally a fast paced person, but golf's really made me slow down, really made mm-hmm. me think, you know, like in that sense, I'm still probably going much faster. Um and then my buddy has this weird thing that he he's worried about pace of play. Yeah. Cuz yeah, he knows yeah. we're new and like we, he understands that, you know, we aren't the best, so, you know, you got to keep moving. We got to keep moving. Um so like he's stressed out sometimes when he looks back and the people are in the tee box. I'm like, we're we're like 300 yards off. Like, you know, we're <laughs> we're fine. But he's stressed out. Of course, I don't care. I'm gonna win two dollars a hole anyways if he's stressed <laughs> out. So, I love competitive golf, man. You know what? When I play with my buddies, mm-hmm. uh, especially the Rockies guys, if you mm-hmm. remember a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, competitive golf with those guys was probably the best thing I've ever done. It's just fun because at the end of the day, we play this game called Lone Wolf. Have you mm-hmm. ever heard about it? Uh, not exactly. It's pretty sweet. So, okay, I'm going to lay this out as easy as I can. One, two, three, four. On the first hole, you play in order of one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what. No matter if you win the hole, I win the hole. There's no there's no manners. One, two, three, four is the order. Yep. First hole, first person tees off. Second hole, second person tees off first. So then the first person goes to the end of the line. So the goal is you pair up with a new teammate every hole. So you're not playing, it's not me and you against yeah. those guys all the time. It could be me and you. It could be me and that guy. It could be me and that guy. Mm-hmm. Like you constantly rotate teams. 
but the goal is that you want to benefit from like the best shot that you see. Yeah. So I get to see your tee shot. If you hit into Bayview, yeah, I'll be like, you know, it's what? probably going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be like, you know, I'm not teaming with you. I'm going to see a Jeremy shot. Yeah. So he would tee off. I'd be like, uh, I don't know if I don't know if I like his shot either. Yeah. So I watch the next guy's tee shot. I'll be like, fuck, I don't like any of your tee shots right now. So I'm going to go alone. So I'm going to play me against three of you guys for the one hole. So it's cool because you get to challenge yeah. like yourself, but it's also like gambling. Well, like are the Rockies guys like are they golfers or are they like yeah, you know like golfers for fun? Oh, they're golfers as well. Yeah, they're golfers. Um, you know, Chris obviously. Yep. Uh, but there's probably a solid group of seven to eight other guys, and one guy is like extremely good. Uh, John Rondo. Yep. Yeah, he played with like the Great Lakes Tour, so he's he's legit. Okay. Have you um, you know what? Golf is fun because you can hit a ball to the hard right, hard mm-hmm. left, and you might be able to recover for par. Yeah. Playing with him is the most boringest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. It goes exactly where he wants yeah. it to go, and then, like... Yeah. It's, yeah. It sucks. Because I was playing a, a course called Whittington Lakes with him one time. Mm-hmm. Never played there. He's like, okay, so uh, I need some guidance because never played here before, so tell me what I need to do. So every hole, we were like, there's a fairway here, there's a bunker there, you don't want to go past this, the green is over there. Yeah. Like, we just told him everything... And everything was fucking pinpointed, like to exactly yeah. what we said. It was like video games. It was video games. If, if he's playing it was on EA Sports, it was yeah. Tiger 2021. <laughs> it was disgusting. So it was boring. But uh, I think the fun of it is being wild. Mm-hmm. But then you can still be good when you're wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that's like the most fun. Like you know, you're in the rough, and you get that good recovery. You feel so much better. I know. Than hitting like a perfect drive, and then like you're on the fairway. You know, and you hit us so like a maybe okay second shot. Yeah. But like sometimes when you're or in you nail the long putt and you just yeah. get that little rush. Oh, that that's a big. That's you got a <laughs> fist pump. You fist pump those like you won something. And then how do you feel when you do? Not that you do it all the time, but how do you feel now when you get those three putts from like five feet? Man, I <laughs> honestly like I've debated buying a new putter so many times. Facebook marketplace. This. Facebook marketplace. Have you seen any? There's a lot I'm, of good deals out there. I'm left-handed though. There's still deals out there. There's I know. Still deals. There's not much. I have like much. my it's tighter. Inti- Hmm? It's definitely tighter to find stuff for lefties. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so my driver was uh, Kijiji. Nice. But it What'd was brand new. It's a tailor-made M6. Nice, nice. So it's an M6. Um, and then I think my wedge and my hybrids also. And then, okay. every, and then I bought my iron sets, uh, I think, Golf Town. Okay. That was kind of expensive. I, I didn't bet. know how... Go- I don't know how expensive golf was. I didn't think I was going to get hooked so, so fast. <laughs> I had like, you know, like these... Maybe twenty. The the clubs were older than me. Okay. Um, borrowed from my friend. The previous set you're talking about. Yeah, right? my previous yeah. set. So my friend's like buddy's dad or something like that. Like some weird way, someone was left-handed. He gave me these clubs. They're 27 years old. He's like, the last time I used them was 1993. <laughs> and they um, roasted in your garage, probably. Yeah. So I, I we went one round at at classic. So the part three, and yeah. I'm like, this is amazingly fun. Like I love hitting the ball. Like you yeah. know, like this is fun. Like I don't care that I just. You know hit that ball into the tree you know i have so many more balls and so then i started like dropping money into it and next thing i know i have a full new um full, full new bag set. yeah it's way too much again i know yeah well, this you... last year was really bad for me spending money <laughs> yeah for not working too for majority of the year so the funny thing is um i, I told you i opted out of baseball right mm-hmm. so i was like yeah i'm gonna opt out of baseball i'm gonna save some money this year i'm not gonna pay for the league registration fee yeah. And, uh, you know what? I was like, yeah, I felt good. I saved 500 bucks. Then I looked at my golf bill by the end of like playing all those rounds. It was like 
fuck, I spent like eight times that. Yeah, I would, I would, I don't even recommend. I mean, you've been going, you go way more than I do. Like, I, we well, were how going many on average. Play this year? Once a week until I uh, dislocated my shoulder. So, okay. like, I think we started. Call it 20 rounds, you want to say? Yeah, I would say 20 rounds. There yeah, was a couple times. And then, like, we got a couple discounted ones, a um, couple nine-hole ones because I was injured. So, yeah, I would say 20, 25. It's crazy how quick the, the money adds up, though, eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at, at, at that point, like, I was like, you know what? I dropped, like, $1,000 on, on my iron set, so. You're already it, deep. Yeah, it's. Just go. We're in the red. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't Just matter. Just chalk it up as an L. Yeah, it's okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm lucky, like, in terms of, you know, my dad always told me if you. I guess my parents like if you are really like, if you love it and like, you're passionate about it then like money's not an issue, right? Like you're gonna become pro golfer now then? Was that the goal? No way, not even close, <laughs> not even close. Listen, man, you're already neck deep. Just keep going. Yeah, not even close. That, like the lessons, like I we looked into like getting lessons. Oh goodness! And I was like, that's way too expensive. That's when you guys know you're neck deep into golf. When you want like instruction, you want lessons. Well, like I was, I was joking with my friend. I'm like, you know, honestly, lessons might be cheaper than buying new balls for him. Oh, that's that's we're, rough. We're, that's yeah. rough, man. I think. Um, Did he play ball or something before? Like, what's his background? Hockey. Uh, oh, come on, man. He's a goalie, a though. Pl- okay, fine. It, for fine. his, for him, it was like his just his drives were inconsistent. Like his irons were fine, his wedge was fine. like his chips are really good. Like, okay, it's just like his, his short game is tight. No, sure. His like driver and putter is just wild cards. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, in, in terms of in terms of that, I think golf definitely won. Like that that was probably the biggest positive of twenty twenty four. Yeah, just yeah. picking up a new sport, getting out there. Last year, I played softball, men's league softball, and that was fun. Obviously, we couldn't do it this year. So did they cancel you guys completely? I can't remember what we said. They had um, they had like or was it modified modified season. I think you still had to pay like two, three hundred dollars or something, and mm-hmm. our registration fee is only like three, four hundred dollars, something like that. Right. But there was no tournament, okay. so we were just playing for fun. So you're just playing a couple of regular season games, and that's it. Was it. like yeah, I think four, seven or fourteen. I can't remember. It was okay. just like I remember it being like twenty bucks a game or something, and I'm like no. And luckily I said no because I dislocated my shoulder like two, three weeks after that. <laughs> so it would have been a big waste for me. Of course, of course. So yeah, uh, welcome to the podcast, man. We we talk about all kinds of random shit, so don't worry. Yeah. Golf, anything, doesn't matter. Um, but I got you on the podcast for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got it, I got everyone for a reason. So um, in general, how long have I known you? I haven't known you for a super long time. I've known you for maybe, like you said, the six years that you've been working at Good Life? Yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah, um, I think Ray, Ray introduced me to you or he was you know we were talking about national or sports or something the gym and yeah. i think we ended up finding out that we had a baseball connection because mm-hmm. you know we played in thornhill yep um you guys played there like one or two seasons i think and we kind of overlapped and played each other and then after that i don't think we saw each other on the field at the same time right i never played in thornhill i played oh, I in you did. no oh, so i played you, in, you only just on yeah so okay, yeah. I, oh that's right i umpired that's right i, I played with uh Morty for a bit, or for like half a season. Dude, so. do you remember anything about that exhibition game? No. Do you remember that exhibition oh, game? Oh, your all star team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. No, 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 no. It wasn't the all star team. Was it, it was our Rockies team? team. Was it? So, what Chris did was Chris called you guys up, or mm-hmm. Morty, or called somebody, maybe Maddie. Yeah. But he called you guys up and basically said, Hey, uh, we have a break for our playoffs. Like, we had a two week window mm-hmm. where we weren't playing. How about we play you guys? You, you don't remember that game at all? I vague. I remember playing you guys. But I, I couldn't remember any, like, my time, like, umpiring and, like, now baseball have all, like, 
blended into one. Okay. Like okay. A Bishop's Cross for That's me, true. it's just like I have my high school games. Like we had our high school games there. Um, a lot of umpiring you guys. Yep. Having yep. grown men yell at me. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, like a couple of exhibition games there. Actually, my first ever rep game was at Bishop's Cross, the, the small diamond, though. Okay. Was, to umpire? No, to play. To play. Nice, yeah, my nice. first ever, I remember. Um, played in Phoenix, so Richmond Hill Phoenix. Mm. And then we played the Thornhill Reds. That was my first ever game. Okay. Um, I can tell you some details about that game, because you probably don't remember it. Couldn't remember anything. I remember you hitting a, a bomb. I did have a dinger that game. Yes, I, I do dinger. remember that. But... Your team also had, like, three dingers that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> so surprised. My dinger did not go, you know, it, it wasn't the only one there. There was many others before me. But uh, some details about that game. So we were at Concord Regional. What's the middle Two. one? Two. Two. Yes, big, I, I remember that. The big, That's coming uh, back to you, right? Yes, now I'm, everything, yeah, okay. everything's coming back. So I, I remember uh, Paulo pitched for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got rocked a little bit. So he had three dingers, I think, off of him. Uh, you're one in, like, four hitter at that time, like, it was crushed. Like not it was a no doubter. Yep. And I've never seen a no doubter that quickly on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Like on the offensive side, I know our guys, some of our guys can hit bombs, but when I saw those two leave the bat, I was like, oh fuck, those are gone. I remember you pitching. I remember yeah. you hitting against <laughs> yes. you. See, that's what I was going coming with this, back. <laughs> so uh Paulo pitched, I think, for like three innings because we needed to get him going. And then I came into the game for like an inning or two or mm-hmm. like whatever, just to like clean it up. And uh, I remember looking at you in the batter's box. Lefty, and I'm sitting. I'm like, this fucker is coming up to bat. What the fuck do I give this guy? So I think you were like maybe the fourth or fifth hitter, mm-hmm. and I think I only got like one or two, maybe three pitches deep with you because I just wanted to like kind of fuel you out. We kind of joked about like playing mm-hmm. each other, and it was just fun. So I was like, fuck, what do I what do I serve this guy? Do I go fastball? Do I like go off speed? Like, what do I give this guy? And I think it was probably first pitch or second pitch. I think you might have got it pretty quick. I think it was first pitch because I it remember I remember the conversation being like. Who swings at the first pitch? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, it looked good when, to me. When you haven't seen a pitcher <laughs> yeah. before, who swings at first pitch? Well, it looked good. But I did. I think I did serve up like a, just a four-seamer, like yep. right at the knees, and you sent it right back, and it was a base hit for you, man. Yeah, man. I was like, <laughs> I, like that's the philosophy. I, I'm I'm always, you know, growing up, I was a leadoff hitter. Oh, okay. um, and then obviously when I started playing higher levels, you know, I'm, I'm a below average hitter in, <laughs> at my level, but like above average defender. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started batting lower in the order to the point where I was like, you know, just put me as a nine hole because I can turn the table. Turn it over. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good at that. And, you know, I have speed, so we can really use that. So I batted nine pretty much my last three, four years of triple A. Um, obviously, the one year I played Double uh, A back when I w- returned to Richmond Hill, I batted a little bit higher. Yeah. But when I was in Triple A, like I volunteered, my coaches knew I liked batting ninth for that reason. Um, and you know, I would always wait for that pitch. Wait, wait for a pitch. Wait for the hit. first pitch. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> you know what though? I think that comes with the territory though, because when you're in the nine hole. Yeah, they're just trying to get an easy strike, right? Kind like of, you yeah. just want to get me out. Put put them in the like you know. Go at least with one out yep. going into the top, the top of the order, um, and I would I would you know feed on those right. Yep. Obviously, players that or other teams that had the scouting report knew that I was a leadoff hitter before, and you know then approached me a little bit different. But mm-hmm. that's also another reason I like batting nine. You know, that's a, teams you that know never what? know you. That's interesting, man, because I never would have had that philosophy. And obviously, I, we have like a different hitting style. So for mm-hmm. me, it's always been pull hard to the left. I can spray if I need to, but uh, I'd prefer to pull hard to the left. Uh, but that's interesting because I never had leadoff 
batting mentality, mm-hmm. I was never at the top. Like I've always been in my life three, four, five, mm-hmm. and um, it's obviously a different perspective because your pitcher is coming up. This is see, this is psychology of baseball, man. That some people don't get. This is yeah. why I fucking love baseball. That's that's why when people say baseball is boring to watch, it's it's it, it can it can be. be boring. I can I can appreciate people saying that, especially because of like other sports have become faster. Yeah, you, know, you watch basketball, guys are dunking on the court. Yeah, like, hockey. So exciting. So it's gotten so much faster. Football is just you know massacre on 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 the screen. But yeah. um, but baseball is more of a thinking man sport. Like you've yeah. got to think your way through it because one guy's trying to do something to you, but you need to do something to him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't. I don't ever have that mentality. But that's interesting because thinking from that now, being in the nine hole and originally being a leadoff hitter, dude, you would rake. I mean, I, I I was like again below average hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting was never my forte. I started pretty. I started baseball pretty late. I think I started um, when I was twelve or thirteen. Like my first year of rep was like other kids like fifth year of rep or something like that my okay. first year of rep was major peewee so okay when there's like definitely yeah, a bloomer it's like yeah four or five years um I, I don't even think i was in canada when like other kids started rep mm. um baseball so you know obviously hitting very technical um i didn't have i had i was just a bigger kid back then like height wise and weight wise mm. so like i would use my brute strength to hit the ball okay. kids aren't throwing that hard like, it was easy to catch up yeah you know. you're just loading up and just letting it go yeah i wasn't using my lower <laughs> half at all still hitting off the fence you know stuff like that was possible um but you know obviously as we i, I started playing higher level of baseball and the pitch has gone faster pitchers start know how to throwing off speed curveballs all that stuff breaking pitches um that's when you know you could really caught tell, up. yeah. You could tell that I didn't have the mechanics, <laughs> and that really caught up with me. So, yeah. yeah, my my job always was just to get on base. Okay, right. Like okay. that's all. Like I don't care if it was a walk, if I got hit by pitch, if it was an error, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. I did my job. On. Yeah, steal second base. Like you know, until until we started seeing catchers that could really have a fast pop time. Like it was a guaranteed steal second. Yeah, you like, know what though? Because the mentality of a nine hitter, anyways, is not to get. A single or a double. It's not to put a ball in the gap. It's like you said, it's to get on. Yeah, or get give on information anyway. to the to the team, right? <clears throat> yeah. Like if if That's you're true. if you're getting just get a quality at bat, it can be a win for That's a true. nine nine hitter. That's true, right? Get that pitcher to six seven pitches. You know, see um, what he has. I would totally love to sit in the nine hole one day, or just sit in the fourteen hole and just not have a team know me at all. Yeah, because dude, <laughs> I I know my mentality as a pitcher. My mentality as a pitcher is. All right, so I got to get through the meat of the order, one to six, and kind of get out scoff-free. If I can get out scoff-free, I can kind of coast my way through seven to the rest. And, uh, dude, if I was hitting in that nine hole or, like, a 14 or 12 hole, fuck, I would love it. But Yeah, uh, I mean, you're just... I mean, you're looking for one pitch, one spot, right? Like, <laughs> Kind of. I mean, you kind understand of. that that pitcher is just going to try to honestly groove one, right? <clears throat> unless, unless you're, like... You're hot that game, you know. After the third time in the order, yeah, if you're two for two, you know, with a, a good double, you're probably not going to get a fastball. So, um, yeah, I love baseball, man. I I miss it. I there's it. there's times I miss it, and then that's like the one thing I miss uh, playing softball. I threw the offer, man. I threw the offer. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Should have done it years prior, man. I, I'm not in control of a team anymore. Are you still? Are you want to play next year? You know what? I'm. Uh, I haven't told Chris this officially yet, but I'm probably going to opt out again second year. COVID reasons? Not COVID reasons. Um, I might opt out second year. So, 
They started umping games. Did you uh, do any umping last year at all? I, have, I don't think I've umpired in two seasons. So okay. definitely nothing last year. And I think I did one for Richmond Hill men's. Okay. So the umping yeah. that they did was not behind the plate now. So it's behind the pitcher. Yeah, no, no, not in for it. I'm not. <laughs> so calling balls and strikes from behind the pitcher. No, thank you. So I went to go watch one game. And there were balls. And just think of it as a perspective of the umpire. They're doing the best they can. So it's not their, it's not their fault. Yeah, of course. But when a catcher catches a ball, if this is the waist... The catcher catches it there. Yeah, that's not where it crosses. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, and you know what's funny? Like, I can already picture, you know, the shit show. Yeah, the catcher yelling or or the the pitcher yelling, and it's like, look, like they're doing the best that they can. Yeah, and and you know, I don't know what the umpire situation is like now, <laughs> but like before, like when I was doing it, I'm like. I'm 17, 18, 19, 20, right? I'm you being, guys are uh, grown guys are men. 40 years old. Yeah, like, why are you yelling? Like, this isn't even, this isn't even rep. Yeah, yeah. Let alone, like, inner county or something. You guys are yelling. <laughs> Listen, man, I was, a, I was never a yeller. So oh, yeah, you, you, your team, your team was pretty good. Uh, there's some bad ones on our there, team. There were, but, like, I'm, I'm just, like, thinking, like, in, I mean, Chris, Chris yelled. <laughs> but, like, I couldn't tell if Chris was being serious or not. Because, you know like, he I, was an umpire. Like, is he just trying to get on my case because... Or he didn't yell much, much at me, but, like, is he trying to get on me because, you know, he knows that it's we're just joking around? Yeah, or yeah. is it... That's what happens in men's league. I'm like, I don't know who's serious or not. I mean, I think you, what you, you do, learn. I think what you do is you just play the game. So <laughs> the reason... Not, 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 not legit play baseball. But you legit play the game of saying, I'm going to be hard on this umpire because later on I want something else. I don't know. I, I never... I guess it's coming down to the philosophy my my first rep coach taught me. It's like, you know, you don't say anything. Um, you know, I would have I loved agree. for him to get ejected more. I mean, like... Talk about your rep coach? Or yeah, my, 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 my first year rep okay. coach. Um, you know, I would love to have seen him get ejected more. Because obviously we're single A. So, like, we get single A umpires. You know, they're not maybe first or second year okay. umpiring. So, they're not the best. They, they might not know the rules. And, you know, he was very quiet. Mm-hmm. Just let the play do the talking kind of philosophy. And I've really taken that mindset. So, like, you know, when I do men's league especially and they're yelling. Especially because, like, men's league umpires, there's probably like an eight, eight or ten of us in the season so you know everyone right like i knew all the players the players knew me you guys should know my strike zone at this point you know yeah yeah Yeah. sometimes i change it just for fun yeah of course um because yeah like if you guys are playing a crappy team i'm not going to keep it small of course makes sense um but yeah like you guys would just when people yell i never understood that like from from (laughs) me and you have that same philosophy so i guess we're never gonna understand that yeah no no, i understand but i i understand the other side i think the other side is like i said it's it's kind of what they do in basketball. It's mm-hmm. like you always harp on the ref. You always harp Kyle on Kyle Lowry. Be- yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, he wants something later on. Mm-hmm. He's going to want that call later on. And uh, if you keep taking it away from him, if you keep taking it away from him, you're going to have to give him one back. So I think it's it's yelling not because they're actually legit trying to yell or that they're legit pissed. Mm-hmm. It's just because they want something later on. I don't know. Like, I, I know so many umpires and officials at this point where, like, I know, like, some of them are so petty. That's like, you true. yell at them, I feel like you're doing you're more... You're going the da- other way. Yeah, you're doing way more damage. And, like, yeah. there's 100%. There's games where, like, I, I get petty like that, too. Yeah. It's like, that wasn't close. Like, what are you yelling? You know what? <laughs> I'm not giving you the next one because I know you want... More. But yeah. I guess I was an athlete, so I I also know what you, you the point you're trying to bring. Yeah. You know? So, like, maybe it's that reverse psychology. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Chris always kept it simple, man. He was uh, yeah, either Chris, Chris or not. 
Yeah, Chris was... I mean, I've known Chris now... Because he used to umpire my games when I played in Vaughn, so... Oh, yeah, he's been umpiring for... He's been umping for a while. Yeah, yeah, so I've yeah. known Chris for a really long time. Yeah. Because him and um, Fergenbaum were were pretty much our only umpires for the longest time when when I played in Vaughn. My yeah. early early days in Vaughn, at least. Yeah. It's all right, man. So, yeah, welcome to podcast uh, baseball, dude. I miss baseball, but let's move on. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move this along. So, uh, we talked about uh, a little bit of... A bit about training before. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest reasons why having the podcast is uh, yourself, your body, your shape size. Uh, you're in really, really good shape. So I know that you know COVID has kind of changed everybody in our in mm-hmm. our structure as to what a workout looks like nowadays. Uh, but I'd like to see and pick your brain a little bit as to like the, some of the training philosophies that you follow mm-hmm. and uh, the reasons why you follow them. So um, let's go pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the gym. You know, we're in the gym regularly, five, six days a week, whatever you're at. Yeah. Uh, what were some of like the philosophies around training that you really believed in and that like you carry up until this day? So I think, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just that mindset. So when I go that philosophy, it was, it really depends on everything. So when I became a general manager, it was more about just like, Hey, can I get my workout in for me? <laughs> right? Okay. Like, I had to work out at work. Normally, I don't like working out where I work because there's so much interruptions. Yep. Um, but when you, you know, when your days are really long, um, as you may, may know, um, and you're kind of responsible for everything, um, you kind of have to work out there. So it was just really trying to just get it in. Um, and then when I was younger, it was just like, go, 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 go. Right. As heavy as I can, as many reps as I can, whatever okay. it might be, you know, egos. Max you know? out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like any other male. Right. Like yeah. I went to a sports school. So like I have some more knowledge and education than others, but no, I wouldn't say much. Right. Um, but yeah. And then after that, it was just like really taking care of myself, understanding sleep, diet, um, you know, my body really like obviously I know you have a lot of injuries. Yeah. I have a lot of injuries, you know, how to work out with an injury. Um, you know, one thing that really bugs me is like people say like, oh, I'm injured. I'm a rolled ankle or something. I can't work out anymore. It's like, no, there's so many <laughs> other things you can do. Yeah. Right. So I take that all into account. So really pre-COVID was just maintenance because I've only been there for like four months or so before COVID became a pandemic and we had to get shut down. Yeah. Um, just getting into that routine, getting into that habit. So waking up at 6 a.m. was new to me um, because I had an earlier day um, when I moved into general manager. Um, And then, you know, getting that habit, working out. um, I think that's the biggest thing for a lot of people. It's creating that healthy lifestyle. So I was heavy set. um, Like I was 200 pounds. Okay. This was... Seven, seven and a half years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So seven and a half years ago, 200 pounds. Um, and then, you know, low self-esteem, really, really low self-esteem. Not a lot of people knew that, but I just like, I didn't like my body. Of course. Again, like I said, go, when I was sports school, everyone's fit, you know, the guys. Everyone was like super athletic. Everyone's yeah. lean. And I'm not, I'm not saying I was, you know, not athletic. I was, I was really athletic. I just had a lot of fat over any you didn't look, muscle. You didn't look the part. Yeah, I didn't look the part. I remember um, talking about baseball, actually. Uh, I had a teammate that came from a rival team. 
okay. to our team and he's like yeah our coach used to call you that fat asian kid that can run <laughs> right and like nice. it was like a compliment because like i was super fast and like other teams knew it but yeah, then yeah. Like, they all knew me as that fat asian kid and i wasn't overly fat like but like you know still too rounded yeah, I was yeah. Like, so you know creating that healthy lifestyle and then that balance i think that's my biggest philosophy now is creating that balance so when i was on that you know that quest that fitness journey to lose weight it was very like single-minded like single focus like i just i had to do this You're i fucking I, dialed in right yeah i can't, exactly I can't eat about. bread i can't eat rice i can't eat potatoes i you know i i have to drink this much water i i have to drink my protein at exactly this time of the day i have to eat this many calories i have to do this workout very structured very all rigid. that very rigid yeah and yeah. it was it was great in that success but i felt like i went to the other side of that you went a little too extreme yeah to yeah. my to the point where i remember my university friend um she's like i think you have a problem and i'm like <laughs> i probably do right like it was just like you know we would go out and very university and like oh you want to drink something like, no, i don't drink and why it's like i just don't like you know alcohol is bad for my body yeah now I don't drink because I, you know, I don't really like the effects of alcohol on me. Like, I, I just get the hangover effect while drinking. So it's like a lose-lose situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think in the last maybe two, three years, I've realized that balance is key. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. And then just like focusing on creating good habits. I think balance is definitely key. Mm-hmm. I want to tap into something else that you just shared with us. So uh, you were the rounded kid. Yeah, seven years, seven-ish years ago. It was like, yeah, I would say like that's one of the big reasons I joined Good Life as a member. Mm, same here. It was same just here. like I was just I, you know, I always said I don't need to work out. I play sports. We have we do so much running. Yeah. You know, we you do, do too our many drills. You're already on the field a lot. Yeah, honestly, I think that was fine if I had any control of my diet. <laughs> I just love <laughs> it was food. food at the time. It's it's still food. or now. Yeah, at this point, I work out just to eat food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at that point. Uh, yeah, so I still want to tap into that uh, mm-hmm. losing weight. So, two hundred pounds. So, uh, yeah, give or I take. Say, yeah. What was your goal when you were that size, and you know that obviously you you didn't look like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the goal at that point to say I want to get down to like this number? Did you have a specific body set that you were like trying to aim for? Were you trying to aim for like a a weight loss number? What was what was the goal? I think originally the goal was one eighty. Okay, drop twenty. Yeah, I think I think it was just drop twenty. Okay. Um, and then that obviously, if you know, you you studied health fitness, so that's gonna happen pretty fast in mm-hmm. anyone's serious weight loss journey because a lot of it's water weight. So, yeah. um, so I think that happened pretty fast. And then I was like, you know, I'm still not where I'm where I am. And like at this point, where when at the point I lost that twenty pounds, I was like really invested. Yeah. Right. I was um, looking up. It's re- like a drug, man. Yeah. Looking up uh, like recipes drug. on how to cook stuff, healthy stuff. Um, I kind of went on, I, I guess now you can kind of call it a keto kind of diet. Like yeah. it wasn't high fat necessarily. Like it was a heavy protein, mm. uh, pretty much no refined carbs. Okay. Um, pretty much no chips, no, no um, sodas, nothing in my household anymore. Like I just cleaned out the pantry. Nice. Um, and then... And then I was like really hooked on it. So I was working out, loved it, loved how I was feeling. Eating clean. Yeah. Getting yeah. more confident. Um, Meal prepping, I'm assuming as well too. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. Um, lots of salads, um, lots of vegetables. Um, obviously coming from an Indian background, you know, we have that uh, vegetarian 
cuisine as well. So a lot of that and obviously lean meats. So turkey, chicken, salmon was pretty much a lot of the meat I ate. Got it. Got it. Cool. Um, and then once a week, you know, cheat meal. Yeah. Have to get Let my pizza. Yeah. Um, still controlled though. Uh, back then now it's like yeah i'm gonna eat this whole pizza and eat this pint of ice cream yeah like it happens as you get older man trust me it gets <laughs> yeah. worse it gets worse as you keep going um and then like yeah and then i got really hooked into that feeling so cool. i think at that point it was that was set and i think my lowest was 150 but then i'm like i nice. need to put on more muscle okay so i'm i'm very conf- confident in my skin at 165 is what i realized okay Summer, winter, I gain and I fluctuate five pounds. So I'll go 170 to 175 to 160 to 165 in the summer. Um, I don't know if that happens to you. I think it's important to fluctuate. So uh, kind of going back to your main point Mm -hmm. is finding that balance. Uh, So sometimes finding that balance is, you know, like you said, having some pizza and having some chicken or having a burger. Yeah. Then sometimes that balance is, you know what, I had that pizza and burger and now I'm going to like work it off for the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. So I think it's part of that balance. Um, if you're talking about just weight wise, I actually don't even look at the number anymore. Uh, I literally just go on how I feel. So if I yeah, feel really 100%. sluggish and I feel really heavy, then you know what? I, I probably am really sluggish and I've probably ate too much food. Um, but yeah, I try not to go by the number anymore. As far I, as the summertime, mm-hmm. I would generally say that I'm to my leaner and my like lower numbers. If I had to say, uh, I just feel generally better. And on top of that, we're wearing less clothes. So like, you're wearing shorts, you're wearing a tank top. Like the last thing you want is like a little bit of extra something just yeah. hanging out. So, you know, like if, yeah. if it doesn't look good, you're not going to wear it. So the summertime, I would say I'm pretty like lower. Mm-hmm. But uh, this time, man, who gives a shit? Yeah, you're, when you're talking about like that feel, like I 100% agree with you. I didn't step on a scale, I think, until like almost the end of 2020. Okay. And that was just because I'm like, I've been feeling really like sluggish and heavy. And I'm like, I wonder what like that number is, right? You like, because before, it. yeah, before I always knew like 165, even 170 to 175, especially in winters, like that's the normal. Um, so I stepped on the scale. I'm like, oh, 179, 180. Like that makes sense. I've been feeling a little sluggish, a little, little slower. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the hard thing for me and it, I think, you know, working in the fitness industry um, and the people that have done weight loss, it's it's that mindset. Like you, you never want to gain that weight back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I know I would have to really let myself go to get back to where I was. <laughs> yeah. But that's still constant fears there. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, uh, you're working for a fitness company, mm-hmm. so it's not like you're working for uh, Home Depot and you're mm-hmm. not like you're in an office job. Um, it's not like you're you know, in a cubicle all by yourself where you can just kind of like hide those snacks and like just keep picking away. Like yeah. you're, you still want to set an example for like the business that you work for and for the people that you represent. Of course. So I can understand that totally. Um, but like you said, you weighed yourself at the end of 2020. When was the last time you weighed yourself before that? A while? Maybe at the start of 2020? Maybe like, mm. maybe like, again, it's just like, there's a scale right by the laundry basket. <laughs> so like, I just like, I was just... Casually step yeah, up and go. I just, I was like, you know, I'm feeling slow. I stepped on. So... Maybe in total, give or take, three, four times. Mm, okay. All of 2020, I stepped on the scale. It, for me, when, when a lot of people ask me about weight loss tips, A, I always tell them, like, look, I'm no expert. I'm like, I, I know a lot of things because I, I love sports, I love fitness, and I have the luxury of working um, by a lot of professionals 
right? Like a lot of personal trainers, a lot of people, if you're working in a gym, most likely you are passionate about fitness, or at least you should be. You better be. Really questioning why you're working at a gym. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like when people ask me, it's like, you know, how much is, how how much, how many pounds? What's a healthy amount to lose? Yeah, I was like, honestly, like a lot of people are going to say, if you do your research, it's going to say one to two pounds a week, depending, but it's more how you feel. Are you creating good habits, right? Like if you're going to starve yourself and, I knew a lot of girls that did the 1,200 calories, you know? Oh, got it. What was that, like a, was that a thing? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Like, it was maybe, like, I remember working a good life. So, it was, like, when I was front desk at Hillcrest, I knew a couple girls, not a a good life. So, this is very, like, in my personal life. Just personal life, yeah. Um, They were, they were doing 120 calorie diet. Sorry, 120, 120, or do you say 1200? Sorry, uh, 1200, 1200, 1200. I was going to no, say no, no, 120, no. dude. Here, here's, <laughs> here's a stick of gum. Yeah, just, just smell the apples, all you'll <laughs> yeah. have to do. Um, yeah, the 1200, and, Jeez. you know, like, you might see success. A, success is whatever you define, which is a number, apparently, right? So yeah. you might you might see the number drop, but there's a lot of downsides to that, right? Yeah. Like, like, you're what going are the to habits feel, you're creating? Yeah, you're going to feel really tired, you're going to feel really grouchy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have energy if you're working out, especially you're not going to have anything as well as like, as soon as you're off that, you know, you're, you're you've what really you slowed down your metabolism. Yeah. So now at 1500, you might be gaining fat instead of where that energy should have gone because your body's adapting and, mm-hmm. and recognizing that you're only going to feed at 1200. So it's, you know, it, it kind of changes how your whole body system, your hormones are going to work. It's a lot of negative effects when you are going to deplete your body that much compared to your, you know, your maintenance. Your regular number. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, mine at one point was, like, almost 3,000. And, and I totally agree. I mean, yeah. if you're super active and you're working out a couple times a day, mm-hmm. like, 3,000 is definitely a number that you can hit. But, again, you got to be consistent with it. Uh, you've got to be more or less in that frame of, you know what, 300 or 3,000 is the number that I need to burn to either maintain or to either gain. So, mm-hmm. it really does depend on the situation. Um, and to go back to like your weight loss and like just weighing on the scale when you were trying to lose that weight, did you end up like measuring yourself every day? Like what was, what was your plan at that time to like figure out if you were getting closer to your goal? Was it like weighing yourself every week? So yeah, I remember being like, I never recorded any of this down. Like, oh, actually I did. I have an app. I had an app. I don't remember what app it was. It was like one of those like weight loss or like those tracking apps. Yeah. So I had an app and I would put it once a week. And then it came to a point where, you know, I, I started seeing like the definition of my abs. I was getting stronger. I was putting more weight. Like I pretty much when I finished all my, f- like my weight loss and I started putting muscles Most when I stopped fun. really stepping on the scale. At that point, I kind of knew like, you know, we you've are, already gotten, not to say to the bottom, but you've already gotten there. Yeah. So now I, you want to build back up. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting stronger. I'm, I'm, you know, more confident in my skin. Um, you know, I, that that was the big thing for yeah. me. It was just like that confidence level. Um, I still I still suffer from a little bit of like self consciousness. Um, I think that comes with like every previous fat kid, though. Like <laughs> yeah, I, 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 sp- I speak to a lot of people that used to be on the heavy side, and you know they always say the same thing. They don't see themselves as what they are. Like even when you called me fit in the intro, I was like, I'm not that fit. No, like, <laughs> trust me. I, I totally agree where you come from because. Uh, a little bit story about me without going too deep. Um, mm-hmm. 2012, I weighed 260. Yeah. So uh, when I was growing up, I was called the little fat kid from Maple that was playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of my skin color and my tone, um, growing up in Maple, 
a lot of Italians, uh, a lot of European, but a lot of Italians. And uh, when you're playing baseball with a lot of Italians, the chubby, fat Asian kid, you know, you stick out. You yeah. stick out like a sore thumb. Hey, I played in Vaughn too, man. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I was the only Asian kid. Yeah. So, like, I was always labeled as that, like, fat kid. And then every time I went back home to the Philippines, they called me Little Buddha. So, they, I would, I'd always have the cheeks to, like, pinch. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, if you look back at that, those are, like, the traits that you always take with you. And you always say, you know what? Maybe I'm a little self-conscious because, you know, I'm viewed as a Buddha or I'm just viewed as like the big Asian kid. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like those things do stay with you literally forever. Um, so you were big. You lost some weight. I think you're personally fit. But then you still always look at the mirror and say, you know what? I'm not as fit as I think I could have been or I could be or I'm not as fit as I used to be because that always constant thought of like being called a Buddha or being called fat is always back there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like when it comes down to it, I think... In the last maybe year, I think COVID surprisingly has really given me a good amount of self-reflection, right? Like really put that important things in life, you know, like just being like, you know what? I'm healthy. Uh, I'm still working out like all that stuff. So that's why I've been less strict on myself this year. Um, I wouldn't say I let myself go. I still, you know, compared to the average person, I'm working out like an hour and a half a day. Right. Like sometimes I hit that two hour mark mainly because I have nothing else to do. And I'm really bored at home. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm less strict on myself. It's Definitely good. 2020. I was really less strict on myself and I really gave myself a break. And I understand like I understand my body now much better. Right. Like I know that if I let myself even go a little bit like I have been in the last month or so that once the gym reopens, once I get back in my routine, once I get in that balance and habits, I'm going to be back to normal. Yeah, you'll be back in that group. Two, three months, right? Like that's two, three months is probably more than it will probably take me a month to get Not me even. back. I think yeah. it'll take a couple of weeks and be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Especially 100%. since you work there. Yeah. 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 The luxury, the luxuries there. of working there. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to ask you about. So you mentioned uh, some rigidity that you were, you know, experiencing when you wanted to like lose all that weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I too was extremely rigid. I did not focus on any balance. And like you said, you probably went to the other end way too far. 100%. So what were some of those things that you did that were like definitely too rigid that you think you practiced and that you will not practice anymore because it was just too strict? I think it came down to like just how it impacted my social life. And I still went out. Like I still had, I went out with my friends. I obviously had a girlfriend at that point. So, but like I was very, like I didn't. You know, maybe we went out at the bar. I wouldn't eat anything. I would just get like a glass of water, right? Like I would just like pay something because like, but I wouldn't like they knew I wasn't going to eat. They knew I wasn't going to drink. My friends that are like, they love beer. They loved it because I would 100% be the DD. No problem. (laughs) So like in that sense, I was being responsible. But like I that would have been the best. The The social side of it. The social side of things, right? Like I remember... um, I had a girlfriend back in high school and then we dated for five years. So into university and then we broke up and I was single. And like, even then, like I would be so hesitant going out on dates where like I had to eat something, right? Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, man. Like, I, or I mean, you could eat something unless you were, if it was a good, but if you guys went to like McDonald's together, I, okay. I don't, like, I don't eat it. McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> just I saying. don't, I don't think I've eaten McDonald's since I started my, my, uh, my fitness journey. Okay. Okay. I I'm do- not just thinking of McDonald's specifically, yeah. but let's say you guys went to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You guys went to Jack Astor's. Yeah. Like if you were going to eat, you'd probably eat something 
obviously extremely healthy. Like it would yeah. be like a side salad. But then like you had that stigma of being that guy that ordered a salad or something, yeah, right? Like and then, like that's a lose lose. So at that point, you just didn't order. I don't even think like, yeah, like oh, okay. we got we got something like you know. I think I got a salad once, and I was like, "Man, I hate this." Or you like, got wings with like carrots and celery, and you had the carrots and celery. And she hate had the wings. Celery. That is the one vegetable or the one food that like I despise with the passion. Celery with dip, though. Disgusting. That's a spot. Celery with that's anything. Spot. Disgusting. All right. There was cool. a point in my life where I knew if someone cut like my food that previously cut celery, <laughs> I was hypersensitive about celery. It's all good, man. Don't that worry. celery diet crazy celery diet i've never heard of celery you, diet. you never heard like there's that thing like there's that myth that you know if you eat celery you're burning more calories than you're consuming that's ridiculous so people just like keep kept eating celery because they're like 95 percent water and i'm like that's not how oh, digestion fuck, if that's works. the case then people should just be eating cucumbers like crazy man yeah oh man no yeah, I, don't, I don't know about many of these facts there's diets. a lot of yeah there's a lot of myths and stuff and for me you know i i kind of just do whatever my body feels best with so like good you know, like Ray, um, it's funny because I've known Ray now for eight years. Ray, the trainer from Good Life. Yes. Um, so me and him have experimented a lot and we kind of always shared notes, especially when I worked there, um, of all this stuff. And, and he's he's always, he's been one to jump ship. He's like, oh, I'm doing this, this now. While for, while for me, like once I found something that worked for me, I've really... Stuck. Yeah, I've really stuck to it. Yeah. So um, my diet now is much much more balanced than what it used to be but it still has a lot of what it was in the past okay just like now i'm you know not i don't cry internally when i eat a piece of pie <laughs> right like or i have a bite of a pizza or something like that it's no longer like i'm starving myself or not starving myself but like no you longer. don't want to put that junk in your body yeah 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 i yeah, get it um so let's talk about some food now mm-hmm. um I'll what, always down for food what does it look like so fit wise, okay. Fit wise, fit wise. That's is, less, less less fun, but um, okay. <laughs> I guess this is the podcast. No, we'll, no, we'll go the other side too. Trust me, we'll <laughs> go the other side. So, um, fit wise, what does the diet look like? Are you strict? Are you regimented to like saying it's five days a week? Like, how do you map out what your food looks like? I'm trying to say COVID, post COVID, or pre COVID, hopefully post COVID, but like we'll, let's we're, call it pre. Let's call it pre pre COVID because I think COVID has changed. A lot of things. So mm-hmm. that's changed the workout regimen. That's changed 100%. the food. Changed buying groceries. Like it's changed everything. Yeah. So, so let's say pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, you know, the first seven hours of the day is roughly the same pre and post-COVID. Okay. Um, so I'll eat oatmeal with cinnamon. Okay. Start your day uh, off with it? Yeah. Oatmeal nice. with cinnamon and then uh, cottage cheese and protein powder. Okay. So that's it. And then sometimes I used to have an egg um, with some egg whites. So like one egg and then... Putting like I don't know, like a little bit of egg whites in it, um, and then high protein, good slow rising carb. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Plus, I love the taste of everything. So for a lot of things, except for my lunch, I love the taste of. So okay. for me, it's not torture. So yeah, I yeah. generally love plain oatmeal, like no sugar, just like literally steel cut oats, boiling water, throw cinnamon on it. Nice. If sometimes I just go by itself. I think uh, people using oatmeal and water, I think they're fucking like savages. Really? Yeah. You're an oatmeal milk? I'm oatmeal, so I don't do milk anymore. I do mm-hmm. uh, soy milk. Yes. Right. So uh, oatmeal, soy milk, I'm okay with that. But I think people that eat oatmeal, especially steel cut oats with water, really? you guys are all fucking savages. Really? Yeah, you guys are all fucking I, animals. I generally like, I I think I didn't even put cinnamon in mine this morning. <laughs> I just straight up. Are, I you guys up are animals. Eating. 
I guess the flavor comes in with the cottage cheese and protein powder. Yeah, there. it has to because if it was just steel cut oats and water, I'd be eating that yoga mat on the floor right now, man. Re- re- you hate it that much? It's not that I hate it. It just needs something more. No way. Like a little bit extra of something. No. Uh, that's why you throw some cinnamon. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. Throw I, some cinnamon. I literally do a little bit of brown sugar, and then typically the soy milk that I use, if I use unsweetened, mm-hmm. I'll use a little bit of sugar, but if I use sweetened, then I won't put any sugar at all. Yeah. Just to give it a little extra. But you guys I, are fucking animals. Wow, okay. I, I didn't know there was like such passion behind that. I love my oatmeal. Um, Alex is going to kind of judge me on this. I don't know if I should be saying this on the podcast, but it is what it is. It's fucking my podcast. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, I eat my oatmeal at about 10 o'clock at night to like 11 o'clock at night. Because I want that carb to kind of like stay in me. Yeah. But so that when I wake up in the morning, I usually do a fast. I, I fast every day. So I don't eat until we're at like 6.40. Yeah. I haven't eaten today since... I haven't eaten at all today. I've uh, I've eaten, I think, at 11 o'clock at night last night. Maybe 11.30. And I've gone the whole day without food. But then after we get done with this, I'll like... I'll munch. I'll pout. So we'll uh, we'll put a pin on fasting. Because that's <laughs> what I've been doing. Um, COVID, essentially. Nice. Um, but still staying on the theme of pre-COVID. Um, <laughs> Sorry, man. So that's... No worries. Uh, your podcast. <laughs> Uh, cottage cheese, put in that protein powder, and then for lunch would just normally be a salad. Okay. Uh, again, no dressing. Um, not because like dressing extra calories or anything. I generally don't really like much dressing. Okay. Um, but my, I would use avocados. Nice. So like kind of smash some avocados, throw it in there. Um, and then there was a huge time where I was really into sriracha. So sometimes I'd throw nice. sriracha in. Yeah. Now I'm into like uh, Chinese chili oils. Nice. Or, nice. Yeah, chili oil. Or so like chili paste? Yeah. 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 Any, any nice. like, I love spice. Indian, again, growing up India, just love love spice. So nice. that's pretty much um, my lunch. And then, you know, chicken breast, whatever Indian vegetable my mom cooked up. Um, she loves cooking. My dad loves cooking. So um, kind of... Whole really, meals. Yeah. Whole meals. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I've, I've grown up that. Um, are you an immigrant as well? No. 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 Born here, raised here, everything here. Parents though? Parents were immigrants, yes. Yeah. So, so they do a lot of home cooking. You still have that. You still have that immigrant mindset. Is what I've realized. No. What mindset are you talking about? Depends on what you're talking about. Like home cooked meals. Yeah, for the most like, part, it's, it's home cooked meal. For right. the most part, it's home cooked meal. Save money when you can. I was. Uh, I had a little bit of a rebellious stage where I needed to do it on my own. Yeah. So yes, my dad and my parents would always cook something, and I always had something there. But yeah. for the most part. Um, I did a lot of the meal prep and I did a lot of the groceries all on my own separately for like a really big chunk of my time. Uh, but at that time, that was me being rigid. Me being rigid and stubborn was saying, dad, I know you're cooking that. Nope, too bad. I'm going to, I'm going to cook everything my own and I'm going to eat everything in that bubble. I just, I just like made my parents eat healthy with me. (laughs) I was just like, you know what? This is, this is it. That's the only, only child power you get. Yeah, I guess, I guess. (laughs) But I, just more recently now, just it's not letting myself go. It's just understanding balance a little bit more. Hundred percent. Whatever he cooks, I'm game. It's good. It's yeah, good. I mean, like I'm, I'm shifted back. I mean, at this point, like my parents stopped using so much salt. They stopped using so much ghee and butter in their food. So either way, like we're eating healthy anyways. Got it. Um, cool. So yeah, like I, I kind of I don't make any request or anything. Like whatever's there is there, and I'll eat it. Cool. Um, but yeah, it turns out to be very lean meats. Um, Indian vegetables, a lot of seasoning, a lot of spices, 
you know, a lot of flavor. Yeah. It's not generally just, you need that, like the spices in order to like make it a little more interesting. Yeah. You know, salt and pepper is not enough. Yeah. I, I grew up, my best friend was, um, you know, Canadian, like full on Canadian. Right. Like, and he always had steamed vegetables. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, you know, you're coming from a very flavorful country cuisine versus just like steamed broccoli and <laughs> salt. Like if, if you're lucky salt, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, like, I understand the, the stigma behind vegetarian food and all that stuff. Luckily, A, my parents cook and they taught me how to cook um, as well as, you know, they, the cuisine. They know the, they know the background of cooking. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So It's not like they had to warm up, like, sausages and hot dogs in order for you guys to eat. Like, yeah, you guys actually no. legit ate. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we ate, you know. Good. Yeah, healthy foods, um, you know, cr- created and, and made in a healthy manner mm-hmm. right like obviously when it comes down to indian cuisine there's a lot of deep fried a lot of ghee which is fortified butter you know a lot of fatty stuff as yeah. well but you know we kind of put a stop on that yeah less now <laughs> because of covid so what does it look like now that covid's kind of like maybe so same breakfast um and then i'll do so i'll do cardio and like a little ab routine um in the morning so a little fasted workout cool then I'll eat my breakfast, um, play a lot of video games, and then do a weighted workout, and then I'll do um, my salad. Okay. So in that sense, like my goal for COVID, when people are talking about fitness goals, is just essentially not to put on too much fat, right? Like <laughs> just I, maintain. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm full on. Like if I lose mu- a little bit of muscle mass, you know, I lose a little bit of strength. That's going to happen. Like yeah. I think people need to understand that's the reality of things, because you're not. You know, you're not stressing out your body in terms of weights and all that stuff. You know, like it's just, it's going to happen. That's, you need to face that reality. Um, and then a lot of um, something I called uh, progurt, which is protein yogurt. Nice. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So again, I, I don't like putting um, protein shake, protein powder in water and shaking it. Oh no, that's, that's for all that. That's also for animals too, man. That's just boring. I don't even do it with milk. Like I don't drink my protein anymore. I like eat it in cottage cheese and then my yogurt. <laughs> um, and then again, being Indian, my mom knows how to make um, yogurt. So nice, we nice. kind of make our own Greek nice. yogurt essentially. Cool. Cause like back when I was rigid, I used to consume so much Greek yogurt. They're like, honestly, it's probably cheaper if we made our own. Probably. So yeah, we started doing that nice. in the family. <laughs> nice. Uh, you wanted to pin uh, fasting. Yeah. So, so yeah, I picked up fasting um, because of COVID essentially. Okay. Um, I think it's more so because I'm moving around a lot less. People think that a lot of my associates think that I'm just in my office sitting down doing nothing, but, uh, you know, a still working at a gym, you're still walking quite a bit. I have a multi-floor gym, so I'm still going up and down the stairs all the time. So I, I do build quite an appetite. Obviously now with COVID, I'm my faster workout, my faster cardio in the morning, and then I'm eating something, but then I go almost, I would say eight, nine hours okay. without eating something, maybe even 10 Obviously not the same as yours that you were just describing. Yeah, to me. I know it's a little extreme, man. Yeah. Don't worry. No, no, that's that's the more common one. But like, I used to be someone that ate almost every three hours. Yeah, I was same, like, same. someone said like, oh, five meals a day. I'm like, yeah, five five small eight, meals a day. Eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I was that. So for 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 me, like, my parents are really confused when I'm just eating, like my regular lunch, that but I'm eating at a dinner time, 
and maybe like half an extra chicken breast or one chicken breast on okay. the side, right? Like that's like drastically different than what it was when I am working. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I'm, I've been feeling fine. Most likely when I go back to work, I'm probably not going to... Um, Fast as much. Yeah, be able to do that because I'm just... I don't... I'm going to feel tired again, right? Like I'm going... <laughs> Yeah. The one thing I noticed with the uh, fasting, and I'm not trying to preach this to anybody. So mm-hmm. this is for everyone's, you know, specific benefit. Yeah. Uh, so what I find is for my own very specific benefit was I did the meal prep. I did, you know, the six pack, uh, a six pack lunch box. Yeah. It yeah, yeah. comes with the containers. Mm-hmm. I did that lifestyle for like three years, maybe four years. And uh, before I started dating my current girlfriend, I was like extremely rigid in like meal prepping, mm-hmm. meal at 12, meal at three, meal at six. Like I was so regimented in that way that it became boring. And like you said, you become like the outsider of like your social group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very much that person, but at the same time, I think that I also did a lot of damage to like my body in general, because again, I was consuming like on the body, like every three hours. And at some point my body said like, stop, like literally stop putting all this food because like you've got too much right now. Really? So for me, uh, I'd kind of do, the opposite i've gone the complete opposite way and it's actually giving me more benefits for energy it's giving me more benefits for like focus like i literally have it's six o'clock right now almost seven i have like zero gripe with energy at the moment and i had a workout this morning but this is now me like finally training my body to say you don't need to be on a three-hour food schedule Mm -hmm. like pump the brakes let's give your stomach a bit of a break and let's consume like our 2000 calories 2500 like whatever the number is let's consume it in this like small tight window so everyone's got their own specific goal, yeah. um, but everyone's got their own kind of things that they're battling with themselves as well too, right? So Yeah, I, I tried fasting originally when I was like playing around, like I said. Um, that one for me personally, I think it was just because I was still playing baseball and, you know, I was, I was still going to school. I still had my part-time job at Good Life at Hillcrest. Like that one was just so, like I just felt exhausted all the time. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I think I gave it. A lot of people say like you you need a you know you got to commit to it you got to like, commit it's not and you got to like push through for two days yeah you need to go I just I couldn't I couldn't even push through that first week <laughs> I was just like I'm too hungry I'm getting grumpy I'm yeah, yeah. I'm hangry all the time yeah I think right my girlfriend's the worst man she needs to eat like every two hours it's yeah. bad but no I, I totally understand because she's exactly the same thing she uh, it's let's say six o'clock right now we'll have dinner at, let's say give or take this time mm-hmm. she'd be like I'm hungry. I need a little bit of a munch, like in an hour. I'll be like, "Fuck sakes, we just had dinner." Like, <laughs> yeah, that used to be me. That used, to, I don't know. Like for me, I've also realized that I'm like hungry when I'm bored. Yes, like that's the biggest one. Yeah, especially as for sure. former fat kids, we we know, right? And like, especially during COVID, when we've got all yeah. this time at home, like you're looking in the cupboards constantly and trying to find what you can snack on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like right now a giant hide and seek for all our snacks. <laughs> like especially Christmas, you get all those chocolates. Yeah. Both yeah. my parents worked, so like they kept getting gifts, like chocolate and all. Luckily, my sweet tooth's kind of died down. It's good. But no, I still have a big one. <laughs> so, like, we can definitely be rigid. I think mm-hmm. we know the quality of, like, literally having really good food to support that balance and lifestyle that we have. But the other side of balance is also letting go. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the things that you let go with? Like, what is a, a vice? You said some sweets? Kills yeah. You? So, I, I love ice cream. Nice. Um, nice. For me... Uh, pizza that's that's the go that's that's it right there do you believe in pineapple on pizza <sighs> let's get controversial right now man Ooh. um i'm not i'm not against it okay 
it wouldn't be my first order. Okay, that's cool. Like if 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 I'm if I'm going and someone's like, hey, I got a Hawaiian pizza, and I'm like, hey, pizza's pizza. Yeah, you okay, know? okay, like, cool. I'm I'm not a purist in that sense. Of, I love I love a margarita, like a Neapolitan nice. style margarita, like nice. buffalo, yeah, mozzarella, like no problem. I where will. do you go? What seems to be the spot? Because uh, if you're talking about Neapolitan style pizzas, you you have to know a spot you got to go to. So, like, like I was telling you, my friends just got a pizza oven, so he's been trying to make a lot of those. Okay. Um, he's trying to do a mix between New York style and Neapolitan style, so it's a little bit more crispier bottom than what a Neapolitan style is. Um, but when it comes down to Neapolitan style, like the the place, like a safe bet is just Pizza Liberetto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like nice, a nice, that's nice, a safe nice. bet. Like, there's five locations, like no problems. Um, I've been trying to find like my favorite pizza places. In uh, in Toronto and um, it's libretto so far. Uh, so like it depends, like all different pizza styles. Like I, I can, I, we should do. I should start a podcast on pizza. I'm just on pizza. You should, man. Yeah, should. I was thinking about that. Um, so there's Detroit styles. Um, nice. So which is becoming big in Toronto. Was it just a crust, like a thicker crust? Yeah, What's it's like a... it's like think about like Little Caesars, like the little this the rectangle one. Like, okay. You know, it's like like um, it's kind of like a pan pizza. It almost. is a pan pizza. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Um, there's one downtown. It's called Descendants Pizza. It's okay. really heavy. So like 100% go on a cheat day and like schedule <laughs> and a nap fasted. after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Schedule <laughs> a nap after. It's really heavy. You can taste the butter. Um, so that's really good. And then I love. There's a place in Lee Side. Um, well, there was. It used to be connected to Adamson's Barbecue. Oh yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So Conspiracy Pizza. They had to close <laughs> down. Which like really like I was like pretty upset about Adamson's Barbecue because I loved their food there as well. And then the whole like breaking whole lockdown, yeah, signing up with or like lining with anti-maskers was like where I drew the line. But then when they closed that pizza place because of that, I really broke my heart. <laughs> um, yeah, so pizza is hundred percent one of them, nice. and then uh, I love ice cream as well. And then like sushi is like one of those ones where. You know, I feel like a little cheat meal, but I don't want to go too greasy. You know what? I don't, know if that's, I don't know if that's much of a cheat meal. It's it's still fairly healthy. The soy sauce though really adds your sodium. Of course, like, I feel time, so thirsty after. It depends. Like, are you yeah. a guy, are you a guy that literally dips and dabbles every single piece, or are you just like one that just like like just like a, a little? You know what? My problem is the spicy mayo. Spicy mayo's not that bad, man. It's uh, not that bad. It's just mayo. It's mayo and sriracha mix. But it's not that bad. Yeah, that's, I guess so. Like, if you had to pick the the worst of the two evils, it's definitely the soy sauce. Oh, 100% yeah. it's the soy sauce. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a wasabi guy, though. So, like, I got okay. a lot of flavor from wasabi. Got it, got it. Cool. Yeah. If I, like, I was, yeah, I would, those, but I would say sushi, pizza, um, ice cream, you know, those are my vices. Yeah, my biggest vices. Yeah. A- anytime. You could tell me, like, tomorrow, John, be like, you want to go get pizza? I'd probably say yes <laughs> at this point. Um, have you heard of Maker Pizza? Yeah, so oh, I man, man I, I don't know. I don't know if this is the podcast, but I, I kind of who cares? I kind of put a ban on going to Maker Pizza. <gasps> Why? So I Is I'm, it a Maddie Matheson thing? No, 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 nothing. Oh, okay. no, love love him. Um but so they used to like when there was like before it became an Instagram thing and like people knew about it, so they used to have three sizes, small, medium, large. Okay. Right? Regular stuff. Small was let's say twelve dollars, medium was thirty bucks, and large was thirty four dollars. Standard, yeah, whatever. And then one day we were in order, and then I noticed that they only have like a medium and large or yeah, small. Yeah, there's two and, now. I there's think. only two sizes. Yeah, one is either like individual or yeah. one's for like a, a two. So they took the the medium pizza, but they attached the large price on it. 
Mm, so I, I put a ban on it. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I was saying. just like, like, I was like, you can't do this to me. I see me. what you're saying. Okay. So I think it was like you, the large was 18 inch and the medium's like 15 inch, something like that, okay. or whatever it might be. So now the large is 15 or 16 inch, but the price of the old large is the same. Yeah, it's so. Wow. So I, I feel like I, I got. Know. I feel like I got ripped off, but I love the um, Doctor Pepperoni. The Doctor Pepperoni, as well <laughs> as the Return of the Mac. Oh, what was on the Return of the Mac? That was literally was a Big Mac, Mac on pizza. pizza. A Big Mac on pizza. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You could only get that when you could. It was only available for dining. I don't remember ever seeing that uh, at all. So we you love making pizza. We love making pizza. We will we'll actually dine in at the one on uh, Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Been and there. Uh, I think it was in the summer in COVID. So this summer with COVID, they basically said no dine-in yeah. into the restaurant. It would only be takeout. But you can take the little patio space that they have that's kind of right on Avenue. Mm-hmm. So me and my girlfriend, we got a couple pizzas and we just chilled out there. Um, I do not remember seeing the Big Mac there. They have now something called the Impossible Return of the Mac, which is um, oh, okay. vegan. Oh, fuck that. And then they use like vegan cheese and all that stuff. Yeah, fuck that. Um, that's a really good one. And then if anyone's vegetarian, Frank's Best is really good. It uses goat cheese and uh, caramelized onions. Okay. I add some chicken on that and then it's just, you got to have some protein. I'm surprised you know the titles. What's the name of the mushroom one that they have? Because the mushroom one was our favorite. By far our favorite. Is it, it like, only mushrooms? I think it was mushroom and three, three maybe even four cheese. I'm not a I'm not a mushroom and cheese guy. That place that, that was fucking deadly. It's so good, man. Yeah. But Maker Pizza, I think, has to be by far the best pizza like I've ever had. Um, Never been to New York. Uh, I've been to New York, but I didn't find the pizza crazy, man. I was my crazy favorite about the pizza. pizza. I don't even like pepperoni pizzas that much, but Prince Street Pizza. Mm. I'm. You're really inspiring me to start a food podcast. <laughs> like at this point, I just love talking about. I think my my biggest passion aside from fitness might be food. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Or like close video games at this point. But I think it was probably food. So honestly, uh, last year I interviewed a guy named Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, when did I interview him? I think I think I saw a clip of that one. Yeah, I think I did his in like maybe September, September. or October yeah, or something I was gonna like say, that. It came out in October-ish, I think. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we talked on cam, but then off cam he was like, I think I want to start a podcast. I'm like, <laughs> go for it, man. Like if you need a hand, I can kind of like kind of give you some of the ins and outs that you need to know. But listen, man, if you want to start your own podcast about food and pizza, I don't see why not. I yeah. I mean, I, you know what? I don't even know if there's any pizza podcast that I can think of. Do you there, ha- there has to be. There's I don't know. Be one. I don't. I know there's a lot of YouTube um, videos. Yeah, I've like mukbangs and all that stuff. Yeah, and then there's like a couple like a lot of them obviously based in New York. Yeah, like New York City because you know it's a big pizza, pizza place. From? Yeah, so um, I know because I watch a couple of those um, online. But um, do you follow the Barstool Press? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so you see, yeah, so one bite. Places. Yeah, of course. Like yeah. I, I think those guys are hundred percent living my dream. <laughs> um, like any food, um, me and my girlfriend right now are huge into. Well, not now, but when we were researching our trip to Japan last year, um, we obviously had to do some research on where to eat and stuff. So we started watching a lot of YouTubers, and one of them we still watch to the day, even though we're not planning any travels because of COVID. Um, but those guys definitely. I'm just like, they're living my dream. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would love to just get paid to eat food. Dude, you can do it, man. You can definitely do it. I know, I know. But like, uh, livelihood, I think that's where like, my mentality is a little bit different. Like, I never, I never truly believed that I could do whatever I wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like every adult when you were a kid was like, you can do whatever your mind set to. I was like, I, I promise you, I, I really don't think I can. (laughs) Like they're like you. You can be a pro athlete, and I'm like I'm five foot seven. I haven't grown in a couple of years. Like, 
You know, yes, I know Jose Altuve is in the in the league, in the but league, yeah. like Jose Altuve is also like, you know, the point zero 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 one percent, you know, of yeah of the the height. I think uh, as we got older, I don't know how your parents were when you were being raised. Uh, my parents were always like super supportive. I'm not saying that yours weren't, mm-hmm. but I think uh, my parents were always super supportive. But they always said, not that they always said, but they always encouraged me to just do something. So if I was doing something and I really enjoyed it and I really loved it, yeah, like go for it. Hundred, that's hundred percent my. So, parents. if that's the case, man, just go for it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you're honestly. I'm 33. Uh, I'm gonna be 34 in a week. Um, I I pulled this out of my ass in like <laughs> a summer, maybe less than a summer. Like I it's thought like about a this hobby for, like, for you, yeah. I fucking love this, man. I I love the back end of this. Like I'm gonna have content right now, but like I'm gonna enjoy the next two weeks of like cutting and trimming. Like I really do enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Um, were you techie though no not really so like, like you, when you say techie you talk about like apps and like all these programs and all that stuff yeah like whatever's happening over here for the people that can't see this computer <laughs> it's just like i can hear my voice and there's recording things there's a mix mixer like i i am not i'm not huge into that Again. i'm not into that either i'm actually more into like the the post-production process mm-hmm. i really enjoy like putting clips together that are appealing um you may not even know this but i did something for the rockies guys so when we started playing ball together i came up with like videos of the guys and we just like shot the shit we had fun um i had videos of guys striking out i had like clips of guys like getting Cade completely looking so like i made all these like compilation videos and at the end of the year we had like i think we have five championships or something like that or six Mm -hmm. championships so we had like a get together at someone's house every year at the end of the year um 16 guys 15 14 guys whatever every guy's girlfriend every guy's wives i think we all got together and what became tradition was my like six or seven or eight minute video of like our championship video just people can't getting k'd it's not just people getting k'd but like <laughs> it's not a picture so we had a guy i'm going way too down the road oh, sorry too, too far down the road but we had a guy on our team he might listen to this but he's not very good he sucked but we gave him the camera yep. so on championship night celebration, he had, like, the GoPro with him, and he was jumping in the pile with us. So, like, we have a lot of, like, weird videos, mm-hmm. but I cropped it together to make it, like, a championship video. Yeah, it's all memories. So, I, I enjoy the process, man. I really enjoy the process, because if you think of it, you got pictures on your phone. Like, how many pictures do you think you have legit on your phone? That are not just screenshot on the internet? I really don't take a lot of photos. Okay, okay. Like, me, me and my girlfriend, we either... Okay, so even if it's screenshots. Yeah. Like, how many of those things that you screenshot or actually take a physical picture of do you actually go back to? Mar- rarely. Like, none. Rarely. Like, yeah. maybe 0.01%? Yeah, if if so. So Honestly, like, I don't even take photos. <laughs> I, I, I do take a lot of photos, but yeah. again, I, I don't really do anything with it afterwards. Yeah. So I think this process for me is, like, giving me something to, like, look back on and say, like, this is a full project I used to do, and, like, I put all this effort... You attach the memory to... The memory of producing the, the process, memory. yeah, like yeah. the so like it, it gives you more significance. That's for me. That's yeah. for me. But then also like for the person like the baseball guys, mm-hmm. they're gonna remember that video that we put a championship video together for like years and years and years. And that's it's one of the things remember. that you're gonna remember um, the team or in your sense you by right. Like yeah. I remember John's like yeah, he used to do those videos. Yeah, yeah. I, I I get it. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. But for you, if you legit want to start like a pizza podcast, man, like all the power to it. It's not that hard to set this up, man. It's <laughs> not like, that hard. Yeah, a tripod, a camera, a couple mics. Yeah, or one camera, one mic, and uh, just gotta get a lot of pizzas. Cam- There's nothing wrong with that, dude. 
I'm living the dream, man. I just, I would love to. How's uh? Okay, so we talked about food. Mm-hmm. What's food post COVID like? Are you uh? Post COVID? Okay? Yeah. I wish we we're post COVID. Uh, okay, so during COVID, <laughs> has it changed significantly? I know your uh, breakfast and like just working out is more yeah, or less the same. Yeah, I mean, it's roughly the same. Like I'm obviously, you know, there's obviously a lot of desserts because of holiday season. So I'll eat a little bit more. You know, there's a there's a apple crumble in my in my fridge right now. Nice. Probably when I go home, eat like, you know, a sliver of that, something like that. So, you know, I, I've definitely been snacking a little bit more. Not like crazy, but like open a little bag of chips or something yeah. once a week or something. I don't know. Um, again, my main goal is to not get too fat. Yeah. <laughs> like, Just maintain. Hey, can I get back to normal after one month? If I can, like one month of the gym being open. Yeah. If I can, then we're in the good zone. Success. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, like, I'm, I'm really, really, really focusing on giving myself a break. Because I think a lot of people need to do that. Yeah. And when it comes down to COVID, like... I know someone that was stressed out about, um, you know, that their that their life's on pause or that they're not where they want to be. And she was younger, right? Like I was just like, look, I'm much older than you. <laughs> like you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> like we went to school for the same thing. I'm a general manager of a gym, and I didn't go to school for being a general manager of a gym, right? So yeah. you're fine. Like give yourself. That's like my problem. My biggest advice to a lot of people right now is just like, you know, give yourself a little break. Right. If you want to work and you want to be productive, powered to you, you have the time. Right. Like, do it. But if if you are feeling lazy or you're feeling like unmotivated, take it for what it is. Just yeah, enjoy like, the time while you have it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you can't you can't do much about it. It's you know my dad always told me like you know control the controllables. You know if if you can control it, then make something happen. If you can't, then really do something about it yeah either do something about it or take it as it is right like you know i i can't do anything about covid i can't really do anything about it so i'm just doing things to keep my sanity yeah right i'm not not killing myself in terms of diet i'm not killing myself because of workout because if i did do that i think i would probably drive myself more insane yeah you'd you'd probably put yourself in a bigger hole because you're just putting that much more pressure on yourself to like yeah live up to something that you can't do yeah, like how like if I like my original goal for twenty twenty was to you know build my lower body much stronger because I have some knee issues, and you know I was like on the fence if I wanted to try to lift really heavy or not, but at least get to a spot where I felt super strong. But without without some squat racks and without some equipment, it's really hard for me to accomplish what my goals were. Yeah. So I had to give myself a break on that, right? Like it's yeah. it's hard to, or I wanted to put on some muscle. And right before I started my 12-week program, I dislocated my shoulder. So, you know, a lot of things just quickly change and you just need to adapt. Yeah. And understand like it's not the end of the world. I think being able to adapt is something that a lot of people should start trying to practice, especially in 2020. I mean, if 2020 hasn't taught us enough already, it's literally you have to try to adapt because if you don't, <laughs> something is it's just going to blow right by you. 100%. So uh, adaptability is 100%. I think what you definitely need to kind of accept as part of your life. Mm-hmm. And if that means, you know, you take a month off from the gym because of 28-day lockdown, I mean, I mean, that means you take a month off from the gym sometimes. And it's not going to, like, you know, I, I did a lot of research in terms of, you know, what the effects on your body if you stop working out or you change your workouts, right? Like it's going to take three weeks before your muscle memory kind of goes away. So if I'm been, if I was able to bench, you know, 
two plates, so 225, three weeks later, you're still going to be able to. It's going to be harder, but your muscle memory is still going to be your yeah, nervous system. You, yeah, it's still going to be there. It's after that. And really... It's even even if it is past the twenty or the three week marker, it's fine. You're gonna it's gonna take you two three weeks to get back to where you were. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think gym people might be pretty bad at that because it's all about like getting stronger, looking better, you know, and getting in that routine and being in that routine. Yeah. So, in that sense, it really sucks for for those individuals. But like, for me, it's kind of been a blessing. It's it's a great chance for a lot of self reflection. Especially because I spend most of my day alone. <laughs> I agree. Reflection is good, man. Um, and I think 2020 has definitely taught us that for sure. 100%. Um, so that kind of actually leads into the last kind of like little segment I wanted to talk about. Uh, so recovery. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I know you've worked out. Obviously you've, uh, how often would you say you work out at the gym anyways? Like five, six days a week? I'm like a six with a light seven. I okay. just, you know, obviously when I'm at work, it feels more like I'm work. Mm-hmm. And it's like very little me time, but on the weekends, it's it's just like to keep that routine up. And then okay. sometimes I know, like, let's say the Thursday was really busy or the Wednesday I was really busy at work, and I just snuck in a really cheap workout. So then I don't really ca- I count that as a light day, and then I'll make it up on the weekend okay. normally. But um, so how do you find yourself like trying to recover again? We'll try to start mm-hmm. pre COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously a lot of work, and it's yeah. a lot of weight that you're trying to move. Um, like what are ways that you find yourself trying to recover so that you can do it the next day? So for me, it's just like how I divvied up my workouts. So okay. I do a lot of, uh, like very basic. If, if I kind of explain this to uh, the listeners that are, you know, average gym goers, they'll, they'll kind of recognize it. So it's back buys, you know, chest, triceps, legs, and then I have shoulders as well. Okay. That was weird. Um, yeah. so I, I normally do that. Um, so that kind of divides that up and then you know if i'm feeling let's say my back being a little bit tighter uh, i I might spend 10-15 minutes stretching um foam rolling and then if my whole body's feeling really tired i might take a rest day um or i'll do some active recovery so So what does that look like what does the active recovery look like for you so foam rolling um stretching definitely a little bit of cardio um, I, I like if anyone knows me, they're gonna be like, why? Is I don't Cam- think I've ever seen you do. Yeah, cardio, why is man? Cam doing so much <laughs> cardio or talking about so much cardio? Um, yeah, so I don't normally do that at the gym. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a waste of time at the gym. <laughs> I I have an elliptical at home, um, so I, I I tend to do a little bit of that. Um, my dad used to teach me to skip, so I skip, but very very rarely. Like once in a blue moon, I'll okay. try skipping and realize I'm bad at it, so I'll give up. Um, but that's normally like my active recovery, uh, and then really focusing on sleep. I think that's the big one. Yeah. Another thing that, uh, COVID's taught me, you know, just like being able to shut my brain off and really allow my body to recover. Yeah. I right? totally like, agree. Totally, totally agree. Uh, so when I'm working, I, I'm hoping to get seven hours of sleep unless I'm like waking up from like a stress stream. Um, you said when you're working? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like six and a half, seven. Okay. And there's sometimes like a stressful point of the month or something, whatever it might be. I might be getting five, five and a half, six. Um, but what COVID's taught me is like, you know, my body really responds well to eight and a half, nine hours of sleep, yeah. right? Like yeah. when there's no stress, no time, like constraints or anything like that no alarm clocks like sleeping yeah i'm sleeping like eight and a half <laughs> nine hours and i'm like i'm not feeling tired because i overslept or anything like that's just what my body needs yeah um so that's something i really inco- want to cooperate 
after like we get out of this lockdown and after covid prioritize sleep and recovery yeah, I, yeah and that's a that's big one right and i think sleep diet um and exercise is the trifecta really of overall health and fitness really yeah. when you think about it and i think a lot of people sacrifice one or two some some people all three yeah um some people just prioritize like the workout that's basically it they don't care about how they sleep they don't care about how they eat. yeah yeah and and but, like you're not gonna get the effects right like and and you know that can be dangerous in its own sense yeah, right like your your sure. your body's not or they push themselves too hard i mean you're we're now i'm in my mid 20s and you're in your 30s so we don't have that same mentality but like you know some kids are just like go go just go just trying to break themselves yeah yeah like, literally I, just trying to break I 100% themselves. was one of those kids right growing up but um you know, just pretending to be a bit smarter about it. Um, but yeah, I think I think when it comes down to it, I think sleep is something that I really, really going into this new year really want to focus into. Yeah, I think diet, exercise. I have that mentality. I have that drive to keep my exercise. It's no longer you know a workout. It's just like me time. We were talking about that earlier. Um, and then diet kind of supplements that as well. So. Uh, I like the fact that you actually mentioned sleep because not a lot of people really put a lot of value into sleep. And, uh, you know, again, I'm uh, in my young, early 30s. I'm almost mid-30s. But, um, you know, I, I never did value sleep until basically we're 2021 now. So, like, the middle of 2019 to the end of 2019. So, your 30s. Or yeah, 31. two years ago, yeah. let's call it. So, I've only really been focusing on, like, really prioritizing sleep and making sure that's a focus. Um, and I think that's... I think that's the money point. So you mentioned uh, sleep, nutrition, and working out as a, you know, the trifecta. I actually think it's kind of like sleep as like one and then the other two are three, three. Mm -hmm. So like the way you eat is obviously extremely important. And obviously the way that you work out is extremely important. But I think the quality of sleep that you get is is a game changer. It, it really does set up like how you're going to be able to take on the stressors of the next day. Mm -hmm. And unless you actually like really focus in on that and like really try to improve the quality of your sleep, you're just like you're setting a debt for yourself every single day that you don't get sleep. So uh, yeah, it's, it's been extremely important to me. Uh, notice you're using an Apple Watch. Do you do any like sleep tracking with it specifically, time-wise, no. zones? No, I, I I was like, that's another thing. I, I've I used to be really into it. So I remember when Fitbit was brand new. Mm -hmm. Like when it didn't even have the screen, it was just like just like that little tab. Those dots on yeah, 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 like yeah. it was just dots. I remember I got one of those. Um, I wanted to record my steps. I wanted to record my sleep, and I wanted like I wanted all that info. Mm -hmm. And then and then it was just like yeah, I don't really know what to do with this info. Yeah, <laughs> like I just have yeah. a lot of this information. Um, yeah, so I, I I stopped recording all that again. I think it's just like where I kind of know where I am at right you, now. You feel, yeah, you yeah. Like feel I it. I know my body. I know my body in space. I know my body like how it feels and and kind of treat it. So when I first got the Apple Watch, um, I did track my sleep, and then I didn't find it being too accurate. Yeah. yeah. So like that, I I and I know that, and I'm just <laughs> I hundred percent know that. So I, that's why I don't. Uh, I did track a lot of my heart rate stuff though. Okay. For this, especially when I was doing cardio, I just kind of wanted to see, especially my resting heart rate, because um, that stuff is important um, to me. Kind of just seeing how, like 
you know, resting heart rate. How your body's responding at that time. Like yeah. if it's in the summer or if it's like in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. So like that's like very like we're stuff where I, I, I know if it's okay if there's a margin of error. Yeah. Right? Like if, if, if it's a couple, you know, two or three beats per minute off, like that's that's fine. Yeah. Right? Like it, that's not going to change, you know, that's not going to be a big alert to me that I need to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like if it's whatever, if it says 49 or 52, I, I know I'm still in that healthy range. Um, so that's the type of stuff I tend to track cool. um, with my watch. I honestly put this on with my pants in first for the first time in a long time just to come <laughs> over. I normally don't. I'm like chilling at home. No, nothing. It's all good, man. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like you said, it's, sometimes it's good just to take a break. Mm-hmm. And if uh, this year is teaching us that, yeah, just take that break. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it at all. Have you? Do you track your sleep and all? Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit of a nerd. So uh, yeah. I don't know if I've told you I... If you follow me a little bit, I have this uh, this whoop strap. Yes, you're the one that has the whoop strap. I'm the yes, one I that do. has the whoop strap. Yes. So uh, whoop is uh, kind of taught me a whole a lot of things about just my body mm-hmm. in general, of course. Uh, but number one is also to prioritize my sleep and also to prioritize hydration. So uh, we joked about like five liters or four liters yep. before. Um, I'm trying to like not try to pee like literally every five fucking minutes, but mm-hmm. it's part of the game, unfortunately. Yep. But sleep, sleep is uh, the number one thing I use with this app, and I don't know how to describe it, man. It's it's game changing because like for me, there was a point in my fitness journey when I just kind of woke up in the morning and I I thought I knew how I really felt, mm-hmm. but then the, it would be some days where you get to the gym, you get into the halfway of the workout, and for whatever reason, you just kind of like turn it off. Like you're on, you're ready, you're kind of focused, but like. There's something about that workout that's not fully Your on. body's there, you're mentally not. Either it's mentally or maybe it's physically. Like, something is just not clicking. Yeah. So, like, I always had a, a little bit of a disconnect with, like, that routine. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get it better. I wanted to improve. Um, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't doing, like, too much work. So, um, I don't know. There's that whole stigma of, like, overtraining. Is there such thing as overtraining? Mm-hmm. I actually think that there is, significantly. Yeah. And uh, I needed something to, like, tell me that I was going too far with training and that like that day I couldn't go there but then this day I can go there so the whoop strap has been perfect for me because it's telling me like my readiness and I literally do not take this thing off I shower with it I sleep with it like it's on me all the time so you're using you're using science and data to back your decisions yeah which yeah it's like you know as we move into a more analytic world you know that's probably where a lot of people yeah that are interested in this stuff would kind of go into. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. There's a, a ton of research out there, especially about sleep, saying that it's literally the number one predictor to whether or not you have physical success or not. And uh, that's that's my 1000% belief. And uh, again, it starts with sleep, but at the same time, you know, I might get nine hours one day, but I might not be able to get, you know, physically ready to go, but then I might get nine hours another day and that day I can like literally push myself as far as I need are to Are you like, are you getting nine hours? So my number right now is not phenomenal, but uh, my general trend is anywhere from like eight to 8.45. It's not enough. Uh, so if I really wanted to, and I should, it should be anywhere from nine to nine and a half. But eight to 8.45 is like my general trend right now. That's still pretty good. Still pretty good. Like for... The average person. I mean, yeah, like for like, myself, I I honestly only I only hit six before, 
six was my number. And I'm I don't like, know. I don't know if people do six. <laughs> I I'm, used to do. I used to. I, I mean, I'm I'm like that too. But I, mine's more like I wake up just like stressed about the day or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like. You're just so, already thinking. You're already yeah, thinking my, my brain, my brain turns on. So like in those senses, I still try to just stay in bed. Like, you know, I'm mentally up, but like I, I still want my body to recover and just yeah, chill out. For so a lot of times now I'm jumping into bed, like maybe an hour before I'm sleeping. Okay. Which now with COVID is like a crazy. Mo- like, yeah, I'm just, I'm <laughs> essentially just going early morning to yeah. bed, but yeah, like I'm, I'm in bed lying down and like I might put a podcast on for like, put a 10 minute timer or something and then 10 minutes and then the next 15 minutes, I'm just kind of focusing on vegging out. Yeah, breathing, yeah. deep breathing techniques, all that stuff. So it's good. Do you have any practices that you try to do, like other than like the breathing or like being in bed for an hour? Like, are there anything else that you try to do to like practice getting better sleep? So obviously, getting off the screens. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that's a good one, man. Yeah, so that's why I like I I would normally just put on the timer for the podcast, so that way I don't have to look into it. And I'm that's just good listening. one, man. That's a really good one. Um, yeah, breathing techniques. Um. You know, not so much anymore, but I did take CBDs. Nice. nice. Um, that I actually kind of experimented for my knee um, when I had like my meniscus issues and then like a lot of inflammation and all that. So I just kind of want to see if that works. Um, Do you remember how much you were taking? And did you notice a difference? Ooh, I don't remember. I think it's 30 milligram. Were you taking drops? droplets? Yeah, I was oh, taking okay. drops. I had the I had dropper. Nice. Um, Do you notice a difference? I, I don't know, like, maybe it was placebo, but, like, I, I took it, and it was, like, less stress. And this was, like, pure CBD. Yeah. Like, there was no THC. Um, yeah, I don't fuck with THC in my in my CBD at all, either. Do you, yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, like, if I'm getting THC, it's going to be, like, the CBD is a byproduct. Yes. Like, I'll, I'll like, relax, and I, I don't feel like I get the best sleep with THC. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll get, like, a deep sleep with THC. Yeah. So, I was, like, there's sometimes, like... A, stressful day at work um, especially with covid like I, I might take a little pill i don't smoke anything um bad for lungs but like i have pills and oils okay um so i might take some of that just to like chill out and like cool off my mind yeah um but then i i don't necessarily if i do it too close before i sleep um i feel like it's not the best quality sleep okay it's like almost like if you drink alcohol i don't know like a lot of people like my personal relationship with alcohol is like if I drank it, a I get the headache right away instead of in the morning like most people, and I'm up really early. Okay. Like I fall asleep you can't easy. Get up. You can't. You can't stay down. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like if I slept at two a.m. Um, from a night of like hanging out with my friends, um, I'll be up at seven a.m. like ready to go, like body's tired, brains ready to go, <laughs> which is like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, and I think that's about it. Just like really like making sure there's no distractors. Mm-hmm. Um, at turning the, like your notifications off and all. So that. yeah, I have a I have a do not disturb set. Nice. Um, like now again, COVID it's a little bit extended, but normally at like 10, 10 p.m. on on work nights till seven a.m. because I'm normally up at six. 7 a.m. and then I just have in case my associates that are opening the club need to call me. So if they call me, it will go through. But any text messages, you know, Instagram, Off. yeah, they, it just goes silent. Good. So no problems. And then when I wake up, I try not to look at my phone right away. 
Cool. Obviously, when I'm working, I need to know if there's a fire or something. Yeah. Like, or if someone's calling in sick or yeah, something. Yeah, like, I need to know ASAP. Um, but now, like, trying not to look at my screen, um, my phone screen as much as... Yeah. I, even, if, even if it's a TV screen, man, like, those can be just as damaging for your eyes because... Mm -hmm. You're taking in all that blue light, but then at the same time, your body's like trying to mentally shut down and say, I want blue light glasses. You can't, go get them, man. They're available. I don't know. I don't know. They, do they work? Do you think they work? I do I do believe that they work. So uh, I similarly have a, a similar kind of like wind down process. Mm -hmm. So I try to eliminate blue lights for about an hour before going to bed. Mm -hmm. And some of my worst sleep is basically trying to do all of these edits before I go to bed. Yeah. Because I love just sitting at the computer and just like moving stuff around and like playing with things. And then I'll try to like go to bed. But my eyes are like, they're still awake. Mm -hmm. Like I'll fall asleep, but my eyes are like still, they're so not yeah, ready to relax. quality of sleep isn't good. It's poor. It's extremely poor. But like if I notice that I've completely eliminated all the blue light and turned my blue light filter on, um, it does make the sleep so much easier. Yeah. I was like thinking about that. I was like, but I'm like, that's the whole point I got LASIK was so I... Mm didn't need to wear glasses and I'm uh, going to buy purchase glasses. glasses. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's that's the big one. Um, I mean, you could just practice not being on a computer screen, TV screen, or like a cell phone for like an hour and you'll yeah. get the same benefit. Yeah, yeah. that's what, kind of what I do right now. It's basically the same benefit. Yeah, kind of what I do right now. And then, um, actually, you know, when it comes down to like my practices and routines, I, I have been dabbling in meditation. That's good. So that's good. I'm, you know, I'm a big advocate for mental health. I, I don't, it's, I'm more and more, you know, I'm a person that says it, but I don't practice it myself. Um, but I, I really, really am trying to do more self-reflection and meditation. Good. No, no apps, nothing like, you know, guided or anything like that. Just like really reflect on where I am and what I want to do and like reassuring that I am where I want to be, yeah. that kind of stuff. Just like mentally, like things that like we would have done for sports like that sports psychology kind of thing. That sport prep and like preparing your, your body mentally to get yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, Like visualization, all that stuff. Um, you know, I've been very blessed in that sense of having that knowledge and I'm smart enough to take it and instead of putting in the realm of sports, putting in the realm of everyday life. Yes. Um, so I've been, I've been doing that. I've been trying to do that, right? Like I wouldn't say I've been doing that every day. Sometimes I'm just like, I want to play video games till two in the morning and yeah. then try going to sleep right after and fail to do so. But um, yeah, a lot of, lot of self-reflection, a lot of trying to meditate um, has, been, has been top priority for me. Recently. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. That's, that stuff is really good because I think it's uh, something that we always got lost in pre-COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything came at us so quick. Um, it's really good that COVID has actually kind of come because it has slowed down a lot of things in people's lives. Yeah. To some degree, it's slowed it down too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it I, definitely gives you a lot more time to like really understand what's really important to you. 100%. So, yeah. again, continue to keep doing that, man, because uh, self-meditation is important. Uh, not just for vis visualizing what you want to do, but also for your mental health as well. Keep it up, man. Keep Thanks. It up. Um, so, have you seen how I end these podcasts? No. Okay. That's okay. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to reset this cam. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep that going. That's good. Alright. So. Oh, fuck. This stupid camera. They're just 12 minute videos? Like yeah. that's just, So how, how does it keep? It doesn't. So this is why I got this camera. 
So that's just 12 minutes at a time. Like I said, I don't want to keep getting up all the time just yeah. to like reset the camera. That's bullshit. But <laughs> um, yeah, like how would you feel? Like we're talking about like mental health and what we're trying to do to like Stand prepare ourselves. Okay, yeah. I'm going to set the camera. <laughs> the timer's gone. Yeah. So like if I had a perfect world, I'd probably just have a converter and keep hitting the dial. But uh, those like point and shoot cameras, they're good, but they're only good for like recording video for like 12 minutes at a time. There's no like, there's no controller for that? No. Really? No. Not for the point and shoots. You can get like a YouTube streaming streaming kind of uh, camera, mm -hmm. uh, but it's not like that in depth. Yeah, your quality is not gonna be. It's not that good. Yeah. So I'll take that camera, whatever it is, what it is. But again, I'll take a free camera. No dude, problem. I have too much content right now. Like I just don't know what to do with it. So, twelve <laughs> minutes is perfectly fine because this is gonna give me like an hour and forty minutes, and that's enough. Like I've got so much, it's crazy. But uh, if you haven't seen how I end these podcasts, uh, share a bit of a drink. So we'll, uh, I understand it's COVID time. So we're going to do this COVID friendly. Mm -hmm. So I actually took this cup straight out of the bag. Mm -hmm. I even touched the second cup. Yeah. So I'll give, you, uh, <laughs> I'll give you the choice to pull out that cup. But I end these podcasts. Oh, Jesus Christ. God. Two guys that go to the gym can't separate two there cups. There we go. When was the last time you saw one of these party cups? I don't know. University. <laughs> I, like, I, honestly, since I didn't have much of a social life in university, but even after, like, less. Hey, nice. Um, I actually didn't do any parties whatsoever. I was a boring ass dude. So me doing this podcast at 33 years old is the first time I've ever seen these party cups. You really? believe that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't believe that. I've never been a party guy. Have you ever drank? Like, were you ever a drinker? You really want to know? Yeah. I haven't had a drink in, uh... I know you told me. You yeah, told me man. this, and I reheard it with, um, your podcast with Ray. It's been eight years? It's probably, I've been at least eight years, maybe nine plus years right now. Nine plus years for my last drink. But you have like, you have like a beer or something? No? Like zero. Zero. <laughs> I had like, I think I had a glass of champagne in 2020. You mean on New Year's? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I had, and it was, I didn't, I, a glass is like too much. I had like a sip and I was like, I don't even like this. Uh, you know what? Booze was never really a thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, thinking about my friends in high school at the time, I only really drank to kind of like feel Fit like in. part yeah yeah 100 I, I didn't really care to drink yeah i don't even like the taste of beer yeah me neither i don't mind girl drinks like if like <laughs> I would, I would love, again that's my sweet tooth talking you know what though i kind of like girl drinks yeah like if i had i don't know what a girl drink is nowadays but if i had to have a drink it would be a girl drink i don't want wine oh actually that's the i don't want that's wine. 2019 i was gonna say like i had margaritas when i went to uh mexico okay nice. but like that's mexico yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't count right yeah yeah, yeah. I, like i didn't even have sake when i was in japan last year oh wow yeah that's a big deal man i know <laughs> i know like, like it was like the last day of the trip and i had pretty much no cash left because i just blew everything on sushi nice and i was like man i didn't drink one like glass of sake okay so if we want to talk about booze and dining and eating mm -hmm. i think it's the biggest waste of money to go boozing and eating yeah, that's how I know you're an immigrant family. Like that's, like, like you're you're probably when you go to McDonald's and I've I've, I've done like my my research on this. Uh oh, you don't put ice in your cup, or you don't put a lot of ice in your cup. Are you talking about me or yeah. just in general? You. Are you an ice and cup person? Like when you have like the fountain drink. Okay. Do you put ice in? I put a little bit. Like how's a little bit? Like, like you're just putting like four or five? Like if we're talking about this, like I literally click it like twice just to get like two so cubes, maybe three cubes. Exactly. 
But it's not because of the quantity. That's not the immigrant thing that I'm trying to aim oh, for. That's, I just, that's like that's like I just want it a little bit cold, but I don't want to sacrifice the cup size and get that much ice. That's, that's to that because much you drink. don't want to waste the, the, the pot. You're yeah, not getting yeah. the bang for your buck. That's, that's the true. immigrant I'm talking about. I mean I guess so. I guess so. Like what really like, frustrates me. So I know you said you haven't had McDonald's. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you legit had McDonald's? Last time I can like remember eating McDonald's was in like a baseball tournament in the states because it was a dollar for McDouble and a dollar for Junior Chicken and I spent like twenty dollars. Nice, nice. And I got like ten of each. Nice. And I like I ate that like all day long. It was just like in my hotel room because there was a McDonald's right beside our hotel room and our parents weren't there and like we just had like go out money so we all spent it at McDonald's. Nice. Um, for me, I don't eat McDonald's all the time, mm-hmm. but what really pisses me off is when you get that fountain drink, and you get, like, that much ice, Yeah, and then you get the straw that can barely fit in because they put that much fucking ice yeah, in Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so I totally you. agree. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, I don't put cold. ice. I don't put ice for the sole reason is you're not getting the bang for the, the quality. Money. Like, I, I was talking <laughs> to my dad. That is the great thing, I guess. I was talking to my dad about it, and he's like, that's exactly, like, what I taught you. That's uh, that is the immigrant thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like it's fine if you, if it's a hot day, you get like one or two ice cubes. Yeah, but yeah. you don't want to like. No. I just want it a little bit cold. That's all. Yeah. Um, that's all. That's all. But the fountain's already cold. <sighs> sometimes it is. Sometimes it comes out flat. Sometimes it's just shit. Like, I also haven't drank fountain. Like I'm talking like I drink fountain drinks all the time. <laughs> I literally haven't had a fountain drink in so long. I try to steer away, so I've been uh, I've been bad sometimes. But you I try were- not to have like regular pop. But if I have to have pop, I'll make sure it's diet. And I know, I thousand percent know that's not the better option. I'm, I'm, I'm so on the fence with that because I'm like, if I'm gonna, if I'm going to do something bad in my body, like let's just go all out. No, but okay, so you can make the argument and say that aspartame and sugar mm-hmm. are the both equal the, the poison shit yeah, ways yeah, yeah, to yeah. go. Yeah, so of like, course. pick a shit way. I just don't want the shit way with sugar. Yeah. So. Yes, I, if I want to go all the way, I'm just going to go with like the Diet Coke. Do you like the taste of aspartame? I don't care. It has like this like metallic flavor to me. So, like originally, I, can, I can do a blind taste test and be like, that's Diet Coke. A fair. I used to actually really love Coke Zero because it actually tasted without aspartame. And then that's someone wild. told me, someone told me that they like Diet Coke over Coke Zero because they can taste the aspartame. And they know that it's Diet Coke. I know. I know someone. It's I know not someone like that. It's not that it's they like aspartame. They just know it's Diet Coke. They Does feel safer sense? knowing that, like, they don't feel like Coca Cola is lying to them. Yeah, like if you went to McDonald's and said, "Hey, I want. Uh, can you get me a Coke, please?" Or say, "Give me, give me a Diet Coke." Yeah. And you got one. You would know that it ta- that it's Diet. It's Coke. like kind of like that. Um, decaf uh, caffeinated situation yeah it's like, i don't know if this is decaf or not exactly it's like i really hope it is because i need to sleep exactly so like, you drink coffee i don't i don't touch coffee at all at all at all like no i'm not a hot drink person at all i hate all i hate hot food i hate hot stuff hot drinks is fucking overrated and the only time i'll have it i just burn myself it just sucks you just gotta let it cool down it doesn't but then taste by the time, good by the time it cools down it's like too it's too cool i it's it's conf- I, I can't do it i, I if i ever it. i'm not a coffee drinker either my associates know that like if I have coffee in my hands it's a bad day or mm. it's been a rough night something's wrong if I have coffee in my hands so like once a month really yeah um, is it the caffeine? yeah I'm like super caffeine intolerant oh, so like okay. I have I'll go to Starbucks get a tall you know dark roast black coffee 
I'll have that and I'm like off the walls. Mm, like I'm okay. running around for the next four hours and then I'm crashing for the next four hours and Got that's it. my shift at work. <laughs> Got it. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Um, but in yeah. That, in that case, man, we're going to end this podcast, but I'm not going to serve you a drink then. Why? What is it? So my, my drink I'm going to serve you, the way I end podcasts, is uh, I share some kombucha. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay, kombucha has caffeine. That's fine. <laughs> what do I, I have nothing to do for the next seven hours. Well, I just want to hook you up all it. That's fine. That's let's, okay. Yeah, I want to keep up the tradition. So the way I end the podcast is with a bottle of kombucha. Mm-hmm. You drink it. Do you know what it is? Uh, fermented tea. Correct. Yeah, nice. so it's usually black tea fermented with a flavor. Uh, so for today, I chose a mango for you. Yeah. Are you into fruity stuff? or I know yeah, you just yeah. said you like fruity drinks. Yeah. What other flavors are there? I, I like mango. There's stuff all over the place. So you can get like a ginger ale. Uh, you can get pineapple, peach. You can get cherry. There's like, f- there's fruits like all kinds. Lemonade. It's blue the fruit lemonade. of my people. Is it? Yeah. When If you go, I mean, probably no one's going to India. But if anyone does go to India and... Mangoes though? There's a... Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I don't want to insult anyone, but it, I don't think mangoes are part of the Indian heritage. Yeah. It's like crazy. Filipinos, a thousand percent any, are mangoes. Any hot country, really. Yeah, I just never knew India as like a mango um, as a mango country. Which month did I go back? So April and May. Okay. It's mango season. Like, if you go to a, any supermarket, not supermarket, but like um, a market, just like a, a market. market. Yeah, like this entire basement would be full of mangoes. Holy smokes! It's like the yeah. green one, red. No, it's like really sweet, uh, reddish, orangey oh, yeah, green yeah. ones. Nice. Yeah, it's like the tropical. Are they the big ones, ones like the big softball? Yeah, ones? they're big boys. Oh, I miss those. I like I miss those, man. Spend like one week there, you get sick of mangoes. Cause like it's like it's also like five cents. No, it's like my, my family buys it because it's mango season, and then you, cause and you seeing, have a plethora of mangoes. Cause you're seeing every family member, you always get mangoes for dessert, and you're like, I, I'm so I gotta sick ask of you, mangoes. So I gotta ask you then: Is so, that the immigrant in you to say that if something goes on sale here, hundred percent, you guys have like three cases, nonstop, <laughs> nonstop. We, my cousins know that like if we have. My, my cousin looked at my fridge and he's like, oh, you have brie cheese. He's like, there must have been a sale. I'm like, yes, there was a sale. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Know. That's the Asian my dad as well too. So you obviously see the bags of rice that have that little barbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever something goes on sale, he's hoarding like crazy. I think we still have Colgate from when my mom worked at Walmart, which was like now like probably 15 years ago oh, like because this? it was just like a mega sale. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm using very, very old Colgate at this point. <laughs> well, based on whatever's in those uh, toothpaste cans, I don't think they can really expire, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I hope you enjoy this, man. It's a uh, mango kombucha, uh, fermented tea, which is really good for you, uh, a little bit lighter on sugar, which is good, so it's nothing crazy. Uh, I'll leave a little bit of extra in the bottle just in case you want to have some. But uh, this is the way I end my podcast with my guests. Uh, I've been a big, big believer on kombucha. Um, really, really good for your gut. Uh, a lot of antibi. Oh Jesus! A lot of antibacterial mm-hmm. ingredients in there. Uh, extremely fermented, which is really good for your gut. And uh, I just find it gives you like a nice click, a nice quick, clean like start to the day. Yeah, you don't you don't have a lot of yogurt then, right? Uh, I don't have a lot of yogurt. No. Lactose? Uh, not lactose. I just I don't have a lot of yogurt. Again. I don't mind yogurt. Don't against mind yogurt dairy though. What's that? Are you against dairy? kind of against dairy causes uh your body doesn't react well Uh, it doesn't doesn't like it as much uh it's not the gas or it's not going to the washroom or anything like that it's just uh inflammation inflammation yeah a lot of inflammation so i'm just trying to stay a little bit away from dairy yeah it's like my my thing i've noticed is like i want to kind of stop that but i i had good reactions with yogurt okay like 
cheese milk i really stopped the milk and aside from cottage cheese i don't and i only eat like a very little cottage cheese but the the yogurt for me maybe it's because like we're making our own and perhaps my, yeah perhaps you know it's actually legit going in there yeah my mom's using like expensive uh, um organic milk um but aside from that like the yogurt's been really good for my uh gut help and then it's good i've been trying to eat a lot of kimchi that's good yeah anything fermented is really really good for you man extremely good for you um, this is just my way of getting it in, I guess. Cheers, Cheers, man. We'll try to be COVID safe, yeah. man. We'll try to not piss off any people, any whistleblowers. It's different, right? I think I've had kombucha before. You probably have. You probably have. They're not bad. Just um, tastes like black tea. Flavored. That's pretty much all it is. But some people think of it as like a foreign drink or something that's like going to poison you. I the, feel like they're... The, guys, relax. I feel like everyone like eat something. Eat something. Like I have like a missing texture. Well, it's very mangoey. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe so that's very mangoey. Yeah. Is it normally carbonated? Uh, it's usually lightly carbonated. So this bottle specifically, or this brand, uh, they do carbonate, but it's fairly light. But that's part of the fermentation process. So the longer that it ferments, uh, then the more carbonated it becomes. So there are some bottles that will literally like screech out like as soon as you twist it. Whereas this one is like a, it's a light fermented basically. So it's a good it's a good brand. Uh, if you want to try it out, man, it's it's literally everywhere. Costco, uh, Costco has their own brand, but you'll find kombucha everywhere. Never dove into the world of kombucha. It's all good, man. If uh, if you already dabble into yogurt, you probably don't even need to. If you if you're really that deep in yogurt, you guys are definitely making your own. You probably don't need to go that deep in kombucha. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in I'm in like gut health. Gut health's been huge for me. I've been really trying to focus on like eating, getting that bacteria, like the good bacteria and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I have a lot of things kind of brewing up inside that I just need to make sure that gut is like the number one priority. Uh, I do definitely let go with a lot of food, but then I also pay that price later on. So I, I know that there's a balance of like going too far and making sure I pull back. Uh, this is always just a nice constant reminder to like pull back basically. So I hope you enjoy it, man. That's enjoy good. It. There's definitely yeah. more in the bottle. Go for it. I want to thank you for coming to the podcast. Uh, it's not the easiest thing for a lot of guys to come here or girls to come here and talk about some of the things that, you know, they were successful with or like even having that, you know, that chubby stereotype and <laughs> like being able to throw it out there. Thanks for coming to the podcast, it was man. A pleasure. I hope you enjoyed it was the so experience. much fun. Yeah. Um, and I bet you, for me, time didn't even feel like it moved. Like yeah. it's literally almost three hours right now. And I feel as if we could still go. Yeah. I was just chatting. Yeah. It's fun. It's basically it. So I hope this uh, got you out of that stir craziness that you've been at at home. 100%. Give me something is, to do. It's, it's been fun. It's and, it's uh, been fun to talk to a human being. <laughs> in face, in person, in yeah. person. And uh, you know what? If you if you go for that pizza podcast, man, go for it. So I want to like, I don't know. I want to do it. Just do it, man. Do it up. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the Manny Project Podcast. Don't forget to download, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can now listen to the Manny Project Podcast now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also visit our Facebook page and our YouTube channel at The Manny Project. And you can also visit our Instagram page for the latest updates and upcoming guests at the.manny.project. Be safe, everyone. <laughs>